across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk radio. The world is collapsing around us just when you think everything is starting to get on an even keel, it kicks off somewhere else. Well, we're going to be talking about the monkeys for the first hour of the show (laughs) and anything else you want. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Monkeys, right? That's from their new album. I think it's an old... I get confused which are the old songs on the new album that they've kind of redone and which are the new songs that they've just done. So, you know... Okay, here's the thing, guys. Busy show this evening. Very, very busy show. We're going to be talking music. We're going to be talking music that you know, music that you don't know. We're going to be talking about crappy cars and Legoland and all kinds of shiz, man. Um, But I've, I've invited a friend of mine onto the show. I say friend. I think we've met twice... Um, but in these days of co- uh, electronic communications, you can be friends with people all over the world. Right. Now, you thought I was a huge monkey's nut, right? I am. But you thought I was the biggest. Nah. 
Nah. Got nothing on this guy. Um, uh, he's, uh, well, it's, it, let's bring him into the conversation. It's all the way from New York City in the United States of America. It's Fred Velez. Hey, hello, everybody in Brighty. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that if, if I did an American accent, Fred, you'd come back with a really bad British one as well. So we're quits. Of, of course. Of course, we do the posh talk now. Should we do the posh talk? Yeah, go on, do the posh talk. Go on. Okay, okay. Uh, hello, folks, calling folks. This is Freddie calling from the colonies. <laughs> and my name's um, Dookie, and I'm from the Bronx. You see, we're both terrible at accents, Fred. How are you doing, man? Of I've not spoken. I've not spoken to you um, via voice for such. We message each other on Facebook all the time. How, how's things in New York? You're right. I'm do, we're doing. I'm doing great, sir. We're doing great. I'm actually not in New York anymore. I'm in New Jersey. And with, is that on the? Well, hang on. Is that on the same place? Yes, it is. Same same uh, time zone. <laughs> <laughs> now listen. Um, I'm going to tweet. If you're following me on Twitter, I'm going to tweet Fred's book. But I'm going to say the title now, and then we'll say the title again. He's written a brilliant book about being a monkey's fan called "A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You: The Monkeys from a Fan's Perspective." Now, Fred, I'm, uh, my listeners get sick to death of me banging on about the monkeys all the time, right? But you are an even bigger fan than me. When did you first get into them? Well, I don't want to talk about the monkeys. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the Spice Girls. Are we uniting? <laughs> only three of them. They're, do- they're doing a monkeys, and only three of them are getting back together. Oh, well, Sporty and uh, Posh uh, get together all day Skype. Uh, yeah, exactly. They'll do a And this, this is, it's funny you say that, because for those who don't know, there, there are now two monkeys touring, right, doing the world 50th anniversary tour, Mickey and Peter. Davey, of course, passed away. It was four years ago, wasn't it, I think? Yes, sadly, yes. Flipping neck. And, and Nez, Mike Nesmith has done a couple of tours with them, and I went over to the States to see them. But this tour, he's, he's kind of not. But he's, he's Skyped in to a concert, hasn't he? And they had a big projector, and they Skyped him, and he sang a song on Skype. I know, it was amazing. I was at that show. Were you? Did it, did, did it work? Uh, was it any good? It was fantastic. It was amazing. Um, he did Papa Jean's Blues. Yeah. And um, they followed his lead because, you know, the... The sound connection was like a little off, so yeah. they followed his lead. So he played it, and they followed him along, and it was amazing. It was fantastic. Why is, why is he? Why is he not doing? It? There's this myth, isn't there, that he doesn't like the monkeys, he hates the monkeys, and he doesn't want anything to do with them. We we know that that's not true. I've interviewed him, and he was very very happy to talk about the monkeys. He said to me that it's something he's very very proud of. He has done a couple of tours in the last few years. Um, as a monkey, why is he not doing this one? Do we know? Yes, um, he has commitments to write a book, and the uh, with the publisher, and the book is going to be he's going to submit it in time for like I think the September deadline, and that's one of the reasons he's not doing the tour. Uh, once that all the stuff with the book is cleared up, then he has time. So maybe join him on a couple of dates. He already said... He's going to he one was, at least, uh, isn't going, he? He's going to one, yep. And hopefully, uh, there's no uh, official word on this. Hopefully, he might join him for a few of the dates towards the end of the year. We'll, we'll keep our fingers when, crossed on When that. I heard he was doing... I think he's doing a date in L.A. And when I heard that, I instantly Googled flights and accommodation. And I was looking at it, and I just thought, man, I've, I've, I'm lucky enough, I've seen them, I think, twice, maybe it was three times when I was over. I think I've seen them three times. I, I can't justify, I could never justify to my wife, 
Fred. I mean, you should have <laughs> seen you should have seen her face when I got the um, 1968 Monkey's Gretsch delivered. She went, "How much did that cost?" Oh my god! And I told her, and she went, "And how long are we keeping it for?" <laughs> I said, "We're keeping this one. This ain't going nowhere." Oh my god! What's your what's what's your um your 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 best? Mon- and just listeners, we're just going to geek off on the monkeys for a bit. So you know, see you later. What is your best <laughs> monkeys um, possession? Your most treasured uh, 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 monkey uh, memorabilia? My most uh, treasured memorabilia is a photo of me with all four monkeys at the Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony uh, when they were about to get their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and I was uh, backstage with them just before they came out to do the ceremony. And uh, Peter actually invited me into the picture because uh, we had a mutual friend who was the photographer. And I was part of security there because of the, the 1989 Monkeys Convention. Yeah. So I was part of security. And uh, I was talking with them. And then the, the photographer uh, said, uh, Fred, uh, you're in the picture. I said, oh, I'm sorry. And Peter <laughs> Torrance grabs me by the arm, pulls me back and says, Fred, you're in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> And that picture graces the front cover of my book. And it's it's a it's a cracking book, and we're going to give it another plug, and I'm going to tweet a link to it on Amazon as well, so people can go and buy it. I loved it. It's one of those books I read it in two days. I just like, oh man, yeah, I'll have some of this. Oh, thank when you. When did yeah. you when did you first get into the monkeys, Fred? I got uh, pretty much from the beginning in 1967. Um, I didn't. I don't remember seeing the show uh, from the beginning in '66, but I started watching it in '67, and. Um, I was, I'm sure your listeners know about another American show called Gilligan's Island. We, did, we um, never got Gilligan's Island. I only know about it because I've read, yeah. you know, I've read loads of 60s pop culture books. But we, I don't think we had Gilligan's Island. For those who don't know what it is, it was kind of like Lost in the 60s, wasn't it? There were just a load of people stuck on an island and they couldn't get off. Right, exactly. But only played for more laughs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, was, it, was a com- it was a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I was a fan of that show. And then uh, one day, uh, I think it was preempties for some reason. So I changed the channel to see what else was on. And there were these four guys acting like the Beatles. I said, ooh, this looks interesting. And I became a fan ever since then. And I never forgave Gilligan for making me miss the first season of The Monkees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you, you I, I was lucky enough, I got to interview Davey once on the phone. And I got to, um, well, I got to have a wee next to him in a toilet in... in um, uh, in in Cornwall, when he came and did a show in Devon, actually it was uh, years and years ago, and he, I went and uh, went to the urinal next to him. But you met Davy, like you kind of knew Davy, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, we, I, well, I first saw Mickey and Davy were the first two monkeys I saw as Dolan's Jones, Boys and Heart uh, in '76, and then later again '77 they toured uh, with Mickey, Davy, and then uh, Mickey's sister Coco. And then years later, um, Davy was in New York doing uh, some promotional stuff and I got to meet him again and we got, you know, we got to, we struck up a friendship then. Uh, and then off and on we got together, uh, especially during the, the, the reunion years yeah. between 86 and uh, so on. And in uh, 90, I think it was 92. I think if, I, if my, my memory is correct. Um, I was in a very bad job at the time and I, wanted to get out of it and find something else to do. So I sent uh, a letter to Davey saying, look, you know, I'm looking for work. If you wow. need an assistant or something, uh, just let me know. And then uh, maybe about, about a week or so later, I got this phone phone call, and it was uh, 
my, 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 my answering machine got it. So when I played back the message, it says, Hello, Fred, this is Davy Jones talking. <laughs> and I'm going, and I'm like, you know, you can imagine. So I, I, collected, I collected my thoughts and called him back and told him what was going on. And he said, well, can you come over to Beavertown, where he lived? Yeah. At, uh, and Davy Jones, who loved the la- Davy Jones, who loved the ladies, actually lived in a place called Beavertown. Who'd, who'd have thought? It was, it was named who'd, for him, surely. There you go. There you go. But I've been well. I went to Beavertown. It's a very, it's a very nice little community up yeah. in uh, Pennsylvania. I could understand why he loved it. Uh, it. It looks like the English countryside, yeah. and I think that that's why he fell in love with it. So I went up to his house uh, with his partner Alan Green, and uh, they told me they were working on a book called Mutant Monkeys uh, versus the. I can't remember the book. The media right. manipulation machine or something like that, wasn't that's, it? Yeah. That's the one. That's it. And they were working on it. They wanted, like, a fan's point of view of what a, what fans would like to see yeah. in the book. And that's why they contacted me. So they Davey pulled out this big uh, trunk and opened it up. It's a Fred, look through this trunk, see if there's anything in there that you think we could use for the book. I opened it up, and I, it was full of his memorabilia, his photo albums. Uh, a lot wow. of promo stuff and all that. Treasure. And I felt, at that moment, I felt like I died and went to monkey heaven. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Absolute treasure. And so I went through the stuff and went through the photo albums and picked out pictures that I thought would be great for the book. And a lot of those pictures that did end up in the book. And Davey and Alan gave me a nice credit in the book, which I really appreciated. And that's a memory that will live me, with me forever. Fred, stay there, because I've got to go and play some adverts. We've got to pay the rent. When we come back, uh, the, the, the real reason I've got you on, let's, let's not beat around the bushes, there, the Monkeys TV series has come out on Blu-ray, and mm-hmm. um, I've ordered it, and because I live in the UK, I ain't going to get it for ages. You've got it. I want to know all about the bonus features, okay? Certainly. <laughs> Fred, <laughs> Fred, stay there. I'm going to come back to you straight after this. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, indulge us. We're having a geeky monkeys chat with my mate Fred, who I've not seen. Well, I've not seen you. I've not. I've not seen you for. It, it's over two years, Fred. We have to write that wrong as quickly as we can. Definitely, definitely, Ian. Uh, now listen, you're my, you're my brother. Go on. You're my brother from across the pond. There we go, mate. God bless you, sir. You are, I, I was saying to my producer, Catherine, you are one of the... You are a true gentleman in the in the truest sense. Now, listen. The Monkeys, uh, the DVD, all 58 episodes have come out on Blu-ray in a gorgeous box set. It's $200. They've all been remastered. Let's talk about the remastering. Do the episodes look significantly better than the DVDs and the VHS tapes we've had in the past? Oh, my goodness, do they? The first episode I looked at was The Monkeys in Paris. Because yep. I think for years everybody's seen the episode that was available. Very was ropey like episode, color, yes. Yeah. Faded yep. and all that. Saw so this crisp images, perfect color, uh, absolutely brilliant to look at. I loved uh, it. was just amazing. It was night and day. Oh. If you go on YouTube, yeah. Rhino put up a comparison uh, of the first scene from the, from the episode where it shows you the old one and the new one, yeah. and it's like night. It's like night and day. 
Um, and they've really put a lot of attention to detail to this. And what the beauty of it is, for me, right, because I, I know a lot of these episodes inside and out, but I've got two little boys, Fred, who are six and four, and they love the monkeys. They love the monkeys. You know, I took my six-year-old, his first concert was to see Mickey and Peter last year. And we have front row mm-hmm. seats, and it blew his mind, right? And they Did love... You with Polly... Did you see it with the polyphonic spree? Uh, no, we, I, no, I didn't see that one. Although, Fred, if you won't remind me, I've got the whole, uh, the whole of that concert recorded from the desk because um, I used to work at the BBC that recorded it. And so I've got to speak to me. Ooh, well, well, okay. Well, speak to me later, Fred. Here, huh? Speak, speak to me later, <laughs> yeah. and I'll, we'll, I'll send you yeah. that over. Yeah. Um, but so no, I took my boy, and, and they love watching the romps. They love um, the stepping stone romp in the hospital. Is, is their favourite. But they've, they've, they've not yet quite sat down for the episode. So when this comes, I want to use this. As, as an introduction to the, ep- the full episodes for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I'm really getting horny about, Fred, and I, 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 literally I'm getting aroused by this, there are outtakes... Oh my goodness. Yeah, I am. There are outtakes from not just the greatest rock and roll movie of all time, but I'm going to say it is the greatest movie of all time that hardly anyone has seen, the Monkeys film head and it's a, been a cult film and it plays at cult nights and you know people used to pass around dodgy bootleg vhs's of it in the 90s it's uh, they, they have found some outtakes from from head how many how long are the outtakes fred oh my goodness uh they got it's it's amazing uh there's like one that's uh there's some there's one you know that the beginning of the movie yeah. where mike looks in the mirror and says oh wait a minute so Wait just a moment. Yeah. It expands on that. Wow. Where it shows each of the individual monkeys going in front of the mirror and saying uh, so, some stuff that pertains to their own personalities. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> and um, I know there's a fantasy sequence where they each look in the mirror and uh, they see themselves as they see them as they think they are. Yeah. Like Davy sees himself as a uh, sheet, uh, Arab prince. <laughs> Mickey, sees, Mickey sees himself as Pan. Beautiful. Uh, Peter sees himself as a clown. Yeah. And Mike sees himself as a cowboy. Unfortunately, the fantasy scenes are not in there, but the other scenes are. And there's Beautiful. extended moments from inside the black box oh. where there's more dialogue and conversations. Uh, there's a scene where Mike is expressing his personality of how to get out of the box yeah. and that he cons his, his way out. Um, so... It's someone, some, and, uh, some, someone out there, dear fans, has to do a fan edit of Head and slip these little these little scenes in there somehow. They have to do that. Um, what the, what other what other bonus bits and pieces are there on there, Fred? I'm 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 guessing like me that that's the first disc I'm going to go to. I'd imagine that you went there pretty early. Yes. Well, they got two versions of Daddy's song, which is incredible. Wow. Uh, one is the. Is Davy in the black on the white set in the black suit? Yeah, on the white set, the complete song. Oh man! And then the other one is Davy in the white suit on the black set. Oh. You know, complete, and it's incredible. And Davy, uh, you see, is dancing in the movie the yeah. way it's cut now. Yeah, with the the cut between black and white. Yeah, you see it complete in both sets. And his dancing is still fantastic. And the thing, for those you know. who don't know, right, the, the film was um, the, the film was written. All four of the monkeys and Bob Rafelson and Jack Nicholson went right. to like a motel or something. It's in the middle of America. Got very OJ, OJ uh, yeah, Desert, I think. Got very, 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 very stoned and just <laughs> rambled into a tape recorder. 
Jack Nicholson took those tapes and went and wrote the movie. Jack Nicholson wrote the movie from those stoned ramblings. And boy, oh boy, doesn't it show. It's just beautiful. Oh, yes. I mean, it's an incredible movie. Um, I think someone has said it's probably one of the best rock and roll movies ever. Yeah. Uh, and um, the, the whole sequence of Circle Sky is considered to be one of the best filmed rock and roll concert scenes ever. Um, it, it, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And I'm going to say a little on Periscope. People are watching us across the world. We've got um, Craig Bierko who's listening to us on, on Periscope. Nice one, Craig. Thank you, man. Now, uh, Fred, um, uh, we, we've got to address the controversy. There are controversies around this box. Uh, a lot of people have been yes. upset because the inside of the box has, um, for some people, arrived slightly damaged. And also some people have been very upset that there have been a little, a couple of trims from from the clips. We're getting really geeky now. Bear with me. There's a 12-second there's a cut from the awful 1969 uh, TV special 33 and a Third Revolutions per Monkey. It's, it's terrible. And there's a couple of other cuts as well. What, what's your take on that, Fred? Well, uh, I did receive my box. And, yes, there were a few little dinks inside the box, but yep. nothing that, I, that, that, that bothers me overly badly. I mean, I could live with it. Yeah. Um, and the situate the controversy with the missing 12 seconds, which is uh, Jerry Lee Lewis singing Whole Lot of Shaken. Yeah. Uh, it's sad that they, it's not in there, but I understand the reason. It's, it's copyright reasons. Yeah, and that, that so, bit, that bit I, you know, when I heard that, I got angry. And then a minute later, I went, oh, actually, I don't care about that bit. The bit that does upset me a little bit is that uh, Everybody Loves a Nut from the Johnny Cash show ain't there. Yes, unfortunately, it's not there. Again, I think it's due to copyright issues. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, but it's, so it's, it's, you're, you're a ha- but you're a happy those, camper. You're a happy bunny. Yeah, I'm happy with what I've got. And besides, a lot of those clips you could find on YouTube. Yeah. and other sources. You know, and uh, for those who are upset that the 12 seconds are missing from the Blu-ray, if you still have the DVD version of 33 and the Third from the previous Monkey Box set. It's still in there. Or, or, so or, or get that, a life. You know, or you can get a life as yeah. well. I believe that's av- they're available online. Fred, uh, uh, listen, I'm going to let you go. Are, are you going to any more concerts this tour? Yes, I am. I'm going to be going to one, uh, two, in fact, coming up in New Jersey oh, uh, in, the next, in October and November. Right. And I'm hoping the one in November is going to have Nez. Keep me my fingers crossed. Keep, I'm, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. Listen, Fred Velez, V-E-L-E-Z, the book you want to get is A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, The Monkeys from a Fan's Perspective, and it's proper geeky stuff, and it's, it's enjoyable, and it's human, and it's not kind of steeped in facts. It's your story about your relationship with the greatest, the greatest pretend rock and roll group of all time. Mm-hmm, there you go. <laughs> Fred... That in the what's the one in England? The the Wombles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the Ruttles. I think the Ruttles are a little the, bit classier. The Ruttles, than... <laughs> yeah, I think the Ruttles. Yes, Fred, it's lovely to so, talk to you, mate. I love you too, man. Take see, care of yourself. See you soon. Bless, oh, well, congratulations okay. on your congratulations on getting married as well. Thank you very much, sir. Can I give a shout out to my friend Karen and Mary up in uh, England? There we go, Fred Velez, ladies and gentlemen. The nicest man you could ever meet. His book is an absolute joy. Um, Fred, bless you, mate. Thank you very much for that. Um, Fred Velez, V-E-L-E-Z. A little bit me, a little bit you. The monkeys from a fan's perspective. Right! 
We can kind of... I, I'm kind of in a geeky music mood this evening. So I'm quite happy... Thank you for indulging me with that, dear listener. I'm quite... I'm quite happy to go off on a geeky music vibe. i tell you why. We've had emails this evening from um, two of my favourite people, right? Um, the Divine Comedy have got in touch. Neil Hannon asking if um, he can come on the show on September the 2nd. We went, um, yeah course so neil hannon's coming on but also imani coppola now hardly anyone knows imani coppola she did and someone's just retweeted the song that she did um um what is it called legend of a cowgirl from 1997 i was working at fm 103 horizon today's better music mix and i nicked the album um from the music store used to go in there and pretend you were looking for tracks and basically what you were doing you were filling up your combat pants the pockets on your combat pants with um with cds your stories of stealing records and cds and cassettes by the way beautiful we'll take that ever nicked a cassette a cd or a record oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand my greatest ever coup was in windsor our price they had um, an obscure um album by arthur lee and love 1971's false start it was on cd and it was the ridiculous price of 15.99 i was a student resitting my a levels and i i had no money to spend like that i was too busy buying three pints of beer at lunchtime being absolutely trolleyed and going back to college so my my biggest um record it wasn't stealing but i i swapped the price labels well i didn't even swap the price labels i think well i think i swapped the front i actually it was quite elaborate i took it was a cd so i got a cd that was 7.99 a much more affordable seven pounds 99 and I took the front cover of the CD off and I swapped the covers, swapped the actual plastic covers and put the wallet in there. Boom, 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 bish, bash, bosh. And I got it for half the price it was retailing for. Your um, stories of stealing uh, records, and I don't mean, you know, going to torrent shares and downloading bit torrents for crying out loud. Act- stealing actual music, <laughs> physically. Records and CDs and tapes. Maybe you nicked it from a girlfriend or from your mum or from a shop. Whatever. 0844 499 I'll tell you more about Imani Coppola after this. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and after On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, Imani Coppola, mm-hmm. who, uh, Legend of a Cowgirl, was the hit... Then she had a hit a few years later, a few years ago, as, as the act. We're going to get geeky tonight. We think we've been geeky already. We're going to get really geeky. Little Jackie. Um, and um, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Ever since I nicked that album, I'm the only one, I think, who's got the first album. I love it. And I'm a huge fan. And I bought um, another album of hers from ten years ago. I bought it the other day on a whim. On a whim. And I, I, I've had it sitting around for a bit. And I put it in the car tonight. Flip it, heck! It is amazing! I mean, sweary. You've got to be very, very careful with her. She is. She's kind of what Lily Allen would dearly like to be. She did a brilliant song, dissing, I think, um, dissing um, Amy Winehouse when she was still alive. Mm. What are the, um, oh, oh, I remember that one. It was... Uh, I, I wonder if I can play a little bit of it. It was very sweary. Is that sweary, that I think I, I recall that being sweary. Um, let me see... Um, um, it, it, I don't know if that one was sweary. Um, li- hang on a minute, little Jackie. That's um, 
the stoop is the album. I can't yeah. remember what the song is called. But she's she is amazing, and I sent her an email. She doesn't like doing doesn't do many interviews, so I sent an email just on a whim, and I entitled it a, a pathetic interview request. And I said, "Look, I know there is no chance of you saying yes, but I think you're effing brilliant. I love you. Would you come on my radio show?" She replied, "Okay." Does the, she replied, OK, does the Q train travel to England or would we do it on the phone? <laughs> I said, I said, we do it on the phone. And she's not and she's not got back then. But I absolutely there's the crackle. Yeah, I absolutely. Um, there we go. Let me just there it is little Jackie. I there we go. It's buzzing a lot tonight, isn't it? Flying for the Queen lyrics. That's the song. Let's see if... Oh, wait, four, four... Well, you can phone in, by the way. It's a phoning show. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we call you back. Yeah, it's got a lot of swear words in it. Yeah, I remember. Um, well, she was being quite rude about someone. Um, well, we go, uh, go back to your... Go back to the motherland. Have your mama hold you ha- your hand... If you eat your eggs with runny beans, save all that crying for the Queen. Judging your behaviour and your junky routine, it's time for you to get clean and stop creating a scene. Those who know me know I ain't no straight-laced sober freak, but when it comes time to get the job done, I make sure I'm at least able to speak. I mean, boom! But they're just so wonderfully catchy. They're just so wonderfully catchy. Indulge me. Let me play. Let me play that first one I sent you. Yeah. Because um, this made me laugh a lot. Uh, it's got swears in. No, it hasn't got swears in. Okay. Is Dick a swear? Well, you just said it anyway. Yeah, it's, that's not a swear. Well, is there a swear in it? Look no. away now if you don't like that word. There's no, there's no swear. Sometimes life may feel like it's sucking you up.
she's good. We'll play another one later on. Matt, she is good. She is beyond good. She is just catchy pop tunes, funny lyrics, sweary, beautiful. Nice little bit of sampling every now and then. Wonderful. Perfect. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. What music are you digging at the moment, Catherine Boyle? What am I Producer digging at Catherine the moment? Producer Catherine Boyle is here with hey, me. I'm going. Oh well, I'm still sort of rummaging around in in the olden days. I quite, yeah. quite like doing that. Yeah, the olden days are good. Yeah, new and days are a bit pony. Um, Jamie's on the line. Good evening, Jamie. Hello, mate. Hip 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 hip. Jamie, hip hip hip. Uh, firstly, that Will Store interview, man. Oh, Will Store, did you like that? Well, I went out and bought Heretics. It's good, isn't it? I'm, well, I'm in the oh. first five chapters, but it's, yeah, I, w- I wanted to get to the bit with the half brain. <laughs> <laughs> is that in Heretics? Yeah, that in the first one? that's in that's in Heretics. The bit with the first brain is it, or is that in Supernatural? I no, get... it's no. That's in Heretics. It's in Heretics. He was, talking, he was yeah. talking about how some people were living with only half a brain and they could only see yeah, certain yeah, things. For those like who don't know what we're talking about, Will Store, S-T-O-R-R, he wrote this brilliant book, um, Heretics, and it's um, about people who, who don't believe science, basically, and, and stuff like that. It is such an incredible read. He's also written, and you've got to get the other book, Jamie, Will Store versus yeah, The yeah, Supernatural. Yeah, uh, Waterstones was saying that, that that book's quality as well. So. Yeah, I've just read that one. I haven't read the other ones, and it, I flew through it in about two days. It yeah. was brilliant. You'll oh, love really? it. Yeah, you'll love it. But I, yeah, I called up about, um, well, I called up about that, but um, Monkeys, you're a Monkeys fan. They're all right. What do you reckon of the Noel Gallagher-Weller tune? The what? The Noel Gallagher Weller tune. Oh, the, Paul Weller and Noel Gallagher wrote a song for the new Monkeys album called The um, Accidental Birth of a Hipster. It's sung by Nesmith with Mickey doing um, the harmonies. It's brilliant. And I don't like Noel Gallagher. I think, I'm think i not a massive Oasis fan. It's absolutely brilliant. Have, what? You ever, have you ever met him, he says? I've never met him. I've met Liam. Liam came and said hello to me once. He's winked at me. But I've not met Noel. Oh, I, yeah. I bet he's a nice bloke. Did you go home with him, Kat? No, I did not. Hey, I was pretending I hadn't noticed, but he caught me having a quick look. Steady on. And he gave me a wink. <laughs> oh, there we go. Look, Kat, they could be they could be trying to um, snatch your handbag or your Rolex or something, Jamie. Those motorbike oh, thieves. It ha- <laughs> say that again. It's Caddick. Is it Caddick? Let's ask him, Alan. <laughs> was that? Yeah, baby. Was that? Was that you on a motorbike trying to steal Jamie's handbag? No. You sure? Yeah. It wasn't him, Jamie. It was him. He's got it. <laughs> it was no, you, Alan. No, I haven't. He's oh. got my fags as well. I'm more, no, I'm more worried about Pokemon. Oh, oh wow. Well, what, have you been Don't playing? Don't worry about it, mate. I've got them all. <laughs> hey! Are you, are you uh, Jamie, are you playing uh, Pokemon Go? I'm um, I'm nearly thirty three, but I, I got involved today for the crack here. Yes. I'm 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 forty I'm forty three, and I'm I'm totally uh, obsessed. We went to Legoland today. No, no Pokemon around at all. What? We no, thought there'd be loads in Legoland. Too dear, isn't it? It's too, it's too dear for the Pokemon. It's very very dear Legoland. The Poker Paul. It's very. Alan, what the hell is going on? I'm outside the pub. At least he's not I'm in the toilet. The pub. It's Friday night. It's karaoke night. And what, and what have you sung yet, Alan? <laughs> yes, I did. What did you sing? Star Trekking? No, the Finchian to Minder. Oh, blimey. Oh, <laughs> well, well um, l- 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 Alan, if, would you please, and I, uh, please, Alan, uh, uh, would you mind singing it for us now? I'm going to count you in. One, two, three, four. <laughs> 
Excellent. I know I put you on the spot there, Alan, by asking you to do it, but that was excellent. Well done, mate. Uh, one of my best, I reckon. One of your best. <laughs> Jamie, did we get to the meat and two veg of your phone call? Um, yeah, well, sorry. Um, you, you, but the, was the question, did Kath sleep with Noel Gallagher? <laughs> well, I thought it was Liam, but um, did you sleep with Liam? I slept with Liam. There yeah, wasn't much sleeping going on. <laughs> and she slept with Noel. I never... And uh, Alan um, slept with, slept with what's his name, Giggsy? Oh. Bonehead. No. Bonehead. <laughs> no, no. I think he was Kate Lawler. Oh, for goodness uh, sake. Jamie, thank you very much. Alan, did, what, 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 what do you want to say to us? Well, I want to talk about Pokemon Go, because I just started playing it today. Right, we'll stay there. We'll talk to you after this. Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk. With the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. If you're watching the show on periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E, why do you look... T- I'm looking at the screen. Why do you look so tiny on there? I'm far away. But you're not that... You're... And I'm dinky and delicate. There's something going on with the perspective there. It's like that... Do you remember when um, Lenny Henry did the advert for um, Smith's Square Crisps? Mm. Do you remember the song from that advert? Yeah. Go on. They're weird. Well, it was It's Weird, but yeah. It's Weird. I remember him walking across the swimming pool. Yeah, and he walked in a house, and as he walked in the house, he got bigger and everything shrank. That We are... We are... That portion of the Smiths Square Crisps advert. It's a bit like that thing they did in The Hobbit, right? You're Gandalf and I'm uh, Bilbo. Yeah. Um, Alan. Hey, baby. Hey, baby, Alan. So what, what, what is it you want to say? I've started playing Pokemon Go today. Oh, oh. How, many, how many have you caught? Four. Oh, oh. One less than me. I'm winning. Oh, no, I think I'm winning. How many have you I've got? I've got about six. Hey, flipping heck. Which but a lot of them are those wiener ones. What they're called? I don't know them. They're really the maggot ones. Oh, dear. disappointing. For me, I've got Charmander. Yes. Oh. Pidgey. Yep. I don't care. Goombaz. Actually, don't care. And Watata. Yeah, I've got one of them, and I got the B one. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Already, I'm um I'm bored of um. What did Danny Baker compare the the Pokemon? Oh, he said. Uh, on Twitter, Danny Baker said yesterday, I'm sick to death of Pokemon Go already. We're going to have eight weeks of um, jokes and comments about this on Twitter. It's the new Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone loves the Macarena. What well, got a Pokemon joke? Oh, oh go on. Is it racist? Is it about a bus? It's clean. It, yeah, it's about them getting them into a car or a phone box. No, it's to do with family. Oh, a new one. Okay. How did I get a new baby brother? Say that again. How did I get a new baby brother? How d- is that a genuine question or is this a joke? How You'd did have you have to be sort of cryogenics or something? Ha- hang on a minute. Question. How did? All right, let me, let's don't let's see if we can say. How did Alan get a new baby brother? Pokemon. He poked his mom. You poked your mom. Oh, you got no. My dad poked me mom. So no. say it. So it's a joke. How did my dad give me a new baby brother? I don't know. How did your dad give you a new baby brother? He poked his mom. 
But that... He Pokemon? But that makes no sense. Surely it's how did Pikachu get a new baby brother? Surely it's well, going to have that, some sort of setup but even involving that, a Pokemon. No, 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 because the joke is his dad poked his mum. I know, but that comes out of nowhere. Why would it have a Pokemon theme? Well, no, it's, it's got to be something to do with Pikachu, but, isn't but, it? But, no, you, no, but you're, you've gone... Come back one step. You've, got, you've taken two steps and you've gone to that. Come back one step... I'm trying to polish a you-know-what. Yeah, I know, but, exactly. But you, you've, you've, you've delved in too deep. Let me pull you out of the abyss of mm. that gag, OK? Because you've gone right down it's to the really bottom. It's not really a joke, though, is it? No, we're stood at the edge of, of the joke. Mm. And the initial thing is not that there's no mention of, of, of Pokemon or anything like that. For me, it's the fact that he poked my mum doesn't sound like... <laughs> it doesn't sound like... Poke, it doesn't... It's not... No. Well, it's not, though, because it doesn't... It's going to be Russ all over again here, isn't it? It's not because it doesn't sound anything like Pokemon. He poked my mum. Pokemon. Whereas, you know, the bus one, how'd you get Pikachu on the bus, a, a crowded bus? You Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, well, I've got a different version of that one. Well, go on. How'd you get a Japanese bus driver to get thousand people on the bus? Again, it's he gone out to... Him do... on. Mm. He does what? Poked him on. He... I mean... Now, let Alan say, because Alan doesn't get jokes. Go on. How, how does a Japanese bus driver get a thousand people on a bus? I don't know. How does a Japanese bus driver get a thousand people on a bus? He Pokemon. Yeah, the thing, the, the famously in Japan on the underground system, they have um, they do push him on, don't they? They do. Well, I think that's a myth. There, there is the myth of the, um, the 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 Japanese train guards that push people on to the trains. Um, the bullets. No, not the bullet train. The, 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 with the Shinkansen, the bullet train, you, you, you have a seat reserved, so there's no pushing. You just get on. It is the best. Those bullet trains... If you're going to Japan, here's my top tip for saving money, right? Don't buy the ticket for the bullet train in Japan. Cost you a fortune. Go to the Japan Centre and buy a month-long rail card, right? How much yen is that? I don't know. Many yen. I don't know, but it's, 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 it's expensive, but it's way, way cheaper... Then, then go in and buy separate tickets for the, the Shinkansen over there. You buy that, right? And it's about, I think it's about 250 quid. But it gets you on all of the trains, apart from the metro. It gets you on all of the trains. And when you want to go on the bullet train, you just got the day before, you show them the pass and you get a free ticket. Beautiful! Saved you a few quid there, tourists, you see? People saying we're not talking about world issues. Uh, people on Twitter going, he's not talking about Nice or he's not talking about blooming Turkey. He's talking about the monkeys. I can do world issues. I've just told you how to save money if you're going to go to Japan. Origato. Uh, 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 yeah. Because I must. And but for, for for those people who are saying, why are you not talking about Nathan? Why are you not talking about the the fact that the coup in Turkey, guys? You've got literally every other radio station is talking about those things. <laughs> we this can is have not LBC. It's not LBC or Five Live. We we are a beacon. I had a real, I had a real moment today, Alan. Yeah. In fact, no, I'm not going to have this conversation with you. I'm going to say um, good evening. I had a real moment today, Catherine. Yeah. Bye, Alan. Where, um, well, not a real moment, but Jason Cundy from um, Talk Sport asked me if we talked about Nice. Mm-hmm. He said, what, how did you handle um, Nice? It was Nice, wasn't it? I'm yeah. saying that and I think I got it wrong. How did you handle Nice on air? And for those who missed it, um, I could see it brewing on Twitter... Um, but I don't follow any newsy things now, so I was kind of getting it secondhand and a bit late. 
Um, and as I was talking to a caller, I looked online for the news and I saw the news. And it was all very, very sketchy. The figures ranged between 30 to 60 dead at the time. Um, and uh, we acknowledged it. We mentioned it at 11.44, so quite a while after it had, had broken. And then we said that we would... Um, you could hear more about it. Tim and Simon, by the way, said that. You could hear more about it at, at the news at um, midnight. Yep. And I said this to Jason. He went, all right, I just, I just wondered what you, would, what you would do. And I said, we did that. And then it had me thinking, was that the right thing to do? And during the show, I was kind of thinking, should we do something? You know, part of me, and this is the BBC part mm-hmm. of me, felt like saying, Kath, let's get someone in, in France. You know, and I didn't say that, and I'm glad I didn't say that. But it got me thinking, did we do the right thing uh, in not really dwelling on it? And the answer to that is categorically yes. Yes, because um, anyone who wanted to... We mentioned it, and it was mentioned in the news at midnight. And and they told us the facts. Yeah, and anybody who wanted... If it had happened in this country, I probably would have done, right? If it was an ongoing situation in this country, I probably would have done. What's the difference? Well, it's on home turf. Um, so, yeah, I probably would have done, is what I'm thinking. Uh, in fact, I, I almost definitely would have done. Um, that. Yeah, but in the same case, same way, we would have stuck to the facts and they were very f- hard yeah. to come by. They're still not out yeah. there, you know? I don't like um, getting experts on. Yeah. Like getting, my favourite example of this was when I was at BBC in, in, in Birmingham. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We had a new boss who hated me, hated me. She took me to one side and said, "Ian, your show scares me." And what she meant was, at ten to two, I would go down to the studio with this, like I have here, a sheet of paper, and she would say, "What's on the show today, Ian?" And I would say, "I don't know." And I literally, for most of them, I wouldn't know. And I would play a song at the start of the show, and that would. I go, oh, we're going to do, um, um, have you ever killed an animal? But the thing is, we often start out with, with that piece of paper and by yes. the time we finish and the show is nothing this is, like. This is a bit of paper, by the way, guys. Anyway, um, we, I was on air on the Saturday that um, the, uh, the second royal baby was born. What's her name? Charlotte. Charlotte. Right. <clears throat> and I knew it was going to be during my show. I was thinking, please don't be during my show. And this new boss was listening. She was a right pain in the arse, so I can say that now. And um, she was. She would phone up during the show. Why is he saying this? Why is he doing this? Because it's funny. And um, so we, uh, the baby was born during the show, and she phoned up my producer. My producer came in, and he knew I wouldn't want to do it. And he said, "I've just had the boss on the phone. She wants us to get an expert on." And I knew it was pointless, me arguing, and I didn't want to have a go at um, him because it wasn't his fault. And I went, "Okay, get me an expert. We'll do it." I think it's lazy. I think it's lame. We'll do it. So we've got this royal expert on, right? The baby's just been born. And I said, Richard, um, it's a baby girl. What does this mean for the country? And he said, well, Ian, the speculation is that it's a baby girl, but we just don't know yet. And I'm thinking, oh. I said, oh. I was thinking it, and I said it. Oh. So... I thought it was a baby girl. They said, well, Ian, it's rumoured to be a baby girl, but we won't know until it's been born. And I said, Richard, I'm watching Sky, and they're saying it's been born. He said, what? I said, I've got the telly on. Sky and the BBC, they've both got a strap going across, saying it's been born, and it's a girl. He went, oh. Oh, well, I just popped out for, to go to the lavatory. So I've, I, has it been born? I ended up telling the expert about the baby. Right? Boss phoned up. Furious, mm-hmm. furious, 
with us. <laughs> Furious with me and the producer because the producer hadn't checked with the expert that he knew that the baby had been born. It was a royal expert, right? Furious. And I was panicking because it was coming up for contract renewals and stuff. And, I, you know, jobs are hard to get these days. And I phoned her up after the show. I said, am I in trouble? And we did a phone-in on... Um, Why that baby's better than you. Did, is that what we did? <laughs> we certainly did it with the baby boy, didn't we? I think we did. I think we did. And what names would you call the princess? And it was all people coming up with those ridiculous names. It was very funny, actually. And I phoned up and I said, am I in trouble? Straight away, am I in trouble? She went, well, you're not in trouble, but the tone was more wrong than it was right. She said that to me and I went, oh, OK. That's the boss of the station. A week later, the head of the region, so her boss's boss, came up to me, Mr Jennings, came up to me, said, Ian, can I have a word about your coverage of the Royal Baby? And he's responsible for about eight or nine different BBC local stations. Can I have a word about your coverage about the Royal Baby? And I think, oh, jeez. I've, I've just gobbed my way out of another job. And I said, yes, David, I'm... Really sorry, um, I guess we got the tone wrong. He said, oh, no, 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 no. I was flicking between all nine stations I'm responsible for. And yours was by far the best coverage. It's exactly what we should be doing on BBC Local Radio. It was funny. It was fresh. The bit with the expert was wonderfully done. Um, <laughs> the the phone-in about um, what would you name it, was I thought, was was not mocking, was not rude. It's, you, you had your tongue in your cheek, but it was wonderfully done. And, I, um, um, uh, and I've had a meeting where I've told all of the heads of all the stations under me to listen to that hour of radio because it was breathtaking. Yeah. And I said, could you go and tell my boss that? Because she gave me a rollicking. Did she? Yeah, she told me off. Oh, you little sneak. Yeah, totally. Totally, because she didn't get it. She doesn't get that radio can be fun. Right, so what was the point of this? The point of this is, um, you know, if more stuff happens tonight, we'll mention it. But this, the, all of the other stations are doing, uh, you know, Nice and are doing Turkey. All of the other stations. We are... A little beacon, a little candle glowing in the darkness of very, very heavy world news. We're talking about the monkeys and um, have you ever stolen music for crying out loud? I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. I wait for Simon and Tim. You've been waiting for ages. I promise Simon will come to you first and Tim will come to you second. You can call in as well, dear listener, if you want. And we're talking about anything, really. You know, we're getting geeky. Anything goes on this show. 0844 499 1000 is the phone number. We call you back. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yesterday was kind of like the 4th of July. The way your face lit up the entire sky. Had to look away because it hurt my eyes. The way you hit me was a big surprise. Making any sense, but it felt okay. Ask you if it was my birthday. This kind of thing don't happen every day.
best song ever. I, I found it. I've been looking for it. Found it. It's the best song ever, isn't it? Goosebumps. I only I heard that song for the first time tonight on this CD. Marnie Coppola, the Black and White album. And I just got, I just got it because I, I love her so much. And I realised there are loads of albums I didn't have. And I thought, oh, they're quite expensive to get her albums mm. because they're not. They didn't sell like millions, so you can't get them for a penny, right? So I got it, and I I had it in the car. And I thought, oh, I might as well. Um, little listen flipping that goosebumps See, that's the trouble now i've goosebumps. not got a cd player in my car so i can't just slap one in i have to let's be premeditated this will be the same with kids isn't it um <laughs> uh, my car took it to the garage to fix it yesterday mm. we were supposed to get it back yesterday didn't you saw the car that i had instead wow it was uh yeah and um anyway he phoned up today and he said um uh I'm, i can't I, i've got to take it to a friend of mine what a real mechanic yeah who's got a special computer that only Volkswagen people have, but his only three people who aren't Volkswagen dealers have this computer, and his is more up-to-date than I Volkswagen. Mean... Like, All right. This I'll... is a guy who the day before had told you that he'd taken the car to pieces and then discovered no. he didn't have the right part. I was at Legoland, so I went, All right. And I went and picked it up, and he said, Right, 310 quid. Yeah. Okay. And he said, I think I fixed it. Um, we had one fork kept coming back, but we took it and we've reset it. So it should be fine. If it if it comes back, bring it in and we'll we'll work on it a bit more. Right. And reassuring words. For yeah. And quid. we drove we drove for ten minutes. Me and the boys we drove to the shops. Went and did some shopping. Got back in the car. Started the engine. The light. The engine light came back on. Three hundred and ten nicker down, and the car still got the engine light on. So I did what I should have done in the first place. Okay. But buy cheap, buy twice, or buy expensive and buy twice. I've I've booked it in for a service in a couple of weeks. It'll last a couple of weeks, I hope. I've booked it in for a service. With the actual Volkswagen with the actual people. actual Volkswagen people. And um, I've mentioned, can you have a look at the engine light as well, please? So that, and I'm getting a fella coming tomorrow, charging 125 quid to... Um, do, do paint up a little scra- scrapage I had. This car's going to cost me 600 quid. That's half a new one, isn't it? No. It's your car. Shut up, man. That, that, well, when I got that, it only had about 35,000 miles on it. It wasn't that old. I mean, what is it? It's, it's 2011. I got it when it was I get it when it was about two or three years, three years old, I think. Um, I, but I was caning it all the way up to Birmingham all the time, wasn't I? Yeah. That, was the, um, that was the problem. Um, Simon, Simon, Simon. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. hip. Sorry, Simon, you've been waiting for a very, very long time. Well, I was going to come on and impersonate a lady because we don't have enough lady callers. We don't don't have enough lady callers. Go on, Simon, let's hear Simone. Hello, Kath. (laughs) That's actually quite (laughs) good. sister. I like your hair. Thanks very much. Yours is lovely too. Is it your menstrual time of the month as well? <laughs> well, now you sound like you're doing a China Chinaman. <laughs> racist. Well, exactly. That's why I insist you desist. Oh. And the answer uh, is no. I'm not like the, the, the Sulu-hating Star Trek not hater lover. I wonder why Jonathan hates the fact that Sulu is gay so much. I think is, it, it is he afraid? Him. Well, is he afraid well, that he's going to, that whilst watching the Star Trek film, the oh, actor is going to oh. jump out of the screen and bum him? Is that what he's I worried about? I've seen his picture. I think he'd be all right. Hmm? I've read something absolutely fabulous about someone saying that the Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters, had ruined their childhood. Mm. 
And they said, well, it can't have ruined your childhood because that's not how time works. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when loads of people were coming out that's saying true. that um, Rolf Harris being convicted of sex crimes and Jimmy Savile being convicted of sex crimes ruined their childhood, it only ruins your childhood if you were one of the victims. Otherwise, it's that just... Yeah, otherwise, it's just... It's just yeah, of course it would. But otherwise, it's just like, oh, that's, that's horrible. That's not ruined your childhood, you idiot. No, your childhood's been and gone. Yeah, a little bit of perspective. Unless you can time travel. Exactly. And I kind of think that time travel is, um... I think it's possible. possible. Yeah, I think it's... Well, we know it's possible. Theoretically, it's possible. I think it's... But then people say, well, if it's time travel, why, why, don't they, why haven't people come back then? Why would How they... have been annoyed of not? Well, but we're also... Why would they come back to 2016? I mean, why? Really? In the, well, no. It, 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 Although right now it's all going off. We could do with someone well, intervening, to Well, be it's, it's going off, but we don't know how far from the future they're coming. And also, 2016, in the great scheme of time, it's going to be... It's a blip. It's nothing. It's nothing. You compare it to the, the Renaissance period or Shakespeare or Chaucer or Cavemen. 2016, so, so a, a, an idiot, a posh idiot with stupid blonde hair gets stabbed in the back, then gets a better job than he was entitled to. That's it, really. Britain left Europe. Well, who cares? Who cares, well, really? Could you with only travel back and observe, though? What's that film? Is it? Um, it's Millennium, isn't it? Starring Chris Christopherson, and it's a really bad time oh, travel film. Blimey. Oh, I've not seen that for years. It's a stinker, isn't it? Isn't that time travel touring? Is that the one with the um, the time travelling hostess women, air host, air stewardesses? Something goes wrong in that film, does it not? It's Millennium, right? What it is? It is. I'm sure it's Millennium. They're from the future, where there, I think there are no men in the future, so they go back in time as sexy um, air stewardesses. Um, Ed, can you pay attention to the phones? We're getting phone calls, please. Um, they go back in time as sexy air stewardesses, and they kidnap virile men. Yeah. To go to the future to have it off with. You've been reading my book of plans. <laughs> I think that's that film. I'm not sure. Someone will know. Someone will know. <laughs> anyway, Simon, what you got? Get, get Jonathan. Get well, Jonathan. I, I wanted to bring it back to music. That was originally why I phoned in. Oh yeah. To be music geek night. And yeah. I wanted to bring it back to the monkeys. Yes. And like I'm the same age as you, actually, as it happens. And like Old. you, I got into the monkeys as a child watching the TV show yep. in the early eighties. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. After why don't you? Um. And more or less forgot about them until I was about 18. Yeah. And I started training as a nurse. And um, one night after imbibing um, a certain uh, hallucinogenic substance... OK, which, of course, I have, to say, I have to say we don't condone, but people do not take drugs. It's absolutely not. No. You shouldn't do that. No. God, no. But I went back to my friend Bino's house, and he put on head... Yeah, oh man, that's a film. And it was. Uh, I mean, this is this is the best better part of, sort of twenty-five years ago. Yeah. But I didn't see head. What he did was he put his television on its back, and this is in the days when televisions were deeper than they were wider. Yeah. And we watched the reflections on his ceiling. Flipping it, man. That and do I have why? to do this all over again? And Daddy why did song. I never think of that? That is so and genius. Porpoise song. Yeah, yeah. Just reflecting off his ceiling, and it was the best thing that I'd ever seen ever. It's like cut price, John Michel Jarre, isn't it? 
I'd never, I'd never thought of doing that in all of the. Um... What are you doing tomorrow night, Ian Lee? <laughs> I'm not coming round to yours to take acid. That's oh. for sure. <laughs> oh, well, it's not condonable. No, no, it is not condonable. It is not condonable. Um, is that was that Jonathan calling in? Let's get get rack him up, rack him up. We've been talking about him. It's, it's, Someone it's, flashed at the bat signal, didn't they? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Sulu. It's uh, Sulu, gay, <laughs> bumming. Um, it's only fair that we um, we give him a crack of the whip. Simon, thanks for calling. Thank you, Ian. Tutty bye, tutty bye, tutty bye. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you uh, want to give us a call, he's he's there. Yes, Jonathan. Jonathan. Hello. Yes. Hello. Uh, I, I, you were just talking about how 2016 is insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I'd disagree with you. I thought you might. Before the beginning of this year, I had I was saying to everyone around me, either 2016 will be the new 1938 yeah. or the new 1989. And so far, it seems to be the new 1989, thank what, what goodness. Was, what was 1989? The fall of uh, East, uh, communism in Eastern Europe. Right, and, and how is that manifesting itself now, the, the, the collapse of Europe? No, we're looking at the collapse... The fact that Sulu's a gay. The, the collapse, no, the collapse the of the cast... The collapse of the, uh, the cast of Star Trek and um, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters ruined, yeah. No, I'm talking about the, col- the beginning of the end... Of globalism, for cultural Marxism, and the new world order. You keep saying all these. You, you keep saying all these clever little phrases, right? I, 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 I wonder why. Um, because th- they're not phrases. Well, they are. You keep. You've got all these little sets, like a like a, a jazz musician, right? Jazz musicians, a lot of it is improvised. But also they have what in music terms are called chops. They have these set little pieces where they hear, like, the, the pianist doing a certain groove and the guitarist will go, oh, I've got a little thing I've done before that I can do with that. And he'll, he'll kind of do that. And then the, the drummer will hear that and go, oh, I've got a rhythm I can do off the back of that. Is that where acting chops come from? Yeah, and I only got that by reading the Carol King autobiography when she talks about how, when she was um, jamming with some musicians and she went, there's a really good place to, um, to get some chops under my belt. Ah. Um, and, and, and it's like the same, I feel it's the same with you, Jonathan. You've got these little chops, these little set phrases. I have set phrases. If I'm filling, if I've got to talk up to a break and I've got 15 seconds, I will do a pretty much verbatim um, a little spiel I've got, a little chops I've got about the podcast. Or or um, if I need 25 seconds, I've got a little thing I can do about listening on um, DAB and watching on Periscope. Or, um, you know, if, if I've got five seconds, I'll give out the phone number, we call you back. I've got these little set phrases that I know will get certain reactions. And I kind of feel, Jonathan, that you do... You have these little set phrases that you know will, will kind of buy you time. Rubbish. Um, I... There are three types of people in this world. Just people three. like me talk about ideas. You're then about ideas, are you? The gays and the blacks. talk about events. Yes. Oh, and right. then there are people like you who talk about people. Yes. Well, why, so, well, I, why can't I... Hang on a minute. Why can't I talk about all three? Uh, well, I think you proved on Wednesday that you couldn't do all three because when I started talking about ideas, you wanted to talk about people. You, well, no, but you, the thing is you don't know me. I know enough about you from well, your writing, from your years on the radio. No, you don't. You don't know. You don't know. You don't really know me. This is a show, Jonathan. This is a show. It's a radio 
show. So saying you know me is like saying you know Danny Dyer from EastEnders. I I know people because I have this little thing. It's called empathy. Can I just I stop for a, a second? Can I interrupt for a second? A What's interesting, Jonathan, is you're talking about people and I'm talking about ideas. No, you're not. Yeah, I'm talking about ideas, and you're, you've instantly started talking about people. So no, you're I'm one of the. Well, no, 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 no. Talking about yourself. You've just, you've just started talking about people. So you, you, you do. You're, you're the. Well, I'm confused because you said people are in three categories. So you're, you're now the category that talks about people. No, I'm the guy who talks about ideas. But you were just talking, but Jonathan, condition. you were just talking about people. I was talking about empathy. Well, no, you were talking about people. Then you started to try and um, convince us you've got empathy, which I, I, I don't, I don't believe for a second. But you were talking about people. I was talking about empathy. Why are you so full of hatred? I'm not full of hatred. I just hate the way the world's going to ruin. No, 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 no. You constantly trot out another little set piece you've got is where you say you're a misanthrope. Well, I am. Yeah, which which means you hate everybody. So, I'll I ask hate the everything. I'll, yeah, I'll ask the question. Okay, well, fine. Well, you just contradict yourself. That would make me a nihilist as well. I'm just going to ask you. I, a nihilist is someone who loves the character Niles from Frasier. I think you'll find. I'm going to ask you the no. question again. I'm going to ask you the question again. Why are you so full of hate? Why I, I dislike the world around me. It's full of stupid people who make Jews, stupid decisions. Blacks. And gays. And women. I haven't got a problem with the Jews. Yeah, hang, on, well, hang on a minute. The Jews. Hang on a minute, Jonathan. You're a misanthrope. You hate everybody. You yeah. tell me that yourself. So you do hate the Jews. No, don't. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. So you're a, you, you hate everybody, but there are exceptions. So you hate everybody, but you do like the Jews. I'm an individualist. No, 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 no. But you, you, this is the thing, you see. You say these things, and I do wonder if you understand them. You're, I do. Well, you, a I, misanthrope I, hates everybody, right? Yeah, I do. Well, but you don't hate the Jews, or the blacks, or the gays. I hate, I hate the collective, I hate collectivism. Yeah, but so you, but you, but so by, by, by definition then, you do hate black people. You hate white people. Well, isn't that good being a misanthrope? No one can com- no one can complain that but, I. But, but you're contradicting yourself. But, be, but then, Jonathan, be, but you've just said that you don't hate Jewish people. No, I. I so well, are you? Hang on a minute. I? I well, because you're a misanthrope, and you hate everybody. Why yeah. are you so reluctant to say that you hate the Jews? Because I don't hate the Jews. So you're not a misanthrope. See, you see, you bandied this word around. Word around. And you don't know what it means. I do. Well, you 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 don't. I do. I hate collectivism. No, you, no you, this is. <laughs> you, but a misanthrope means you hate everybody, and yet yeah. when I give you a specific, I hate myself. Yeah, but we, I, I, and that's very clever and very funny. But no, it's, it's true. Well, believe you me, believe you, believe you me. I I am a much nastier, darker person than the uh, epithets you throw out. And by oh, I know you are. Oh, epithets, Jonathan, Jonathan, you're you, Jonathan, the very Jonathan, real character Jonathan, Jonathan, you you don't have to convince me how thoroughly unpleasant and toxic you are. I know. Oh, thank you. I know. I know. Um, but I'm just wondering why you've got reluctance to say you ha- you, you you don't hate. 
you do hate Jewish people because you do hate everyone. It just—I just don't think you understand the word misanthrope, Jonathan. I do. Well, you obviously do you understand. don't because you're contradicting it. No, no, I—I I, I don't hate Jews. I don't hate. Uh, black so you're people. so you're not a misanthrope then. I am a misanthrope. Well, you're not. You're not. You're contradicting yourself, and I, no, I, I I'm think not, no, I'm not. well, you are. You are, and just just saying no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Is there's no, not, I, there's not an, an argument. I'm an ambivalent. Like, no, you're not. You're a, you, you're not. You're a prick. But but. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm going to be honest, mate. You're, you're, you're basically you're a knob, right? You're an obnoxious. Oh, thank you. I'd you're, be you're, a knob an, you're an obnoxious, hateful, racist, homophobic, misogynistic, <laughs> nasty, dark, malevolent, evil piece of work, right? And the Ooh, world at the moment. Those are some big words. Thank you, Jonathan. The world at the moment is full of people like you... No, it's full of people like you. Will you people shut up? Let me finish. Marxist, there we go. There's another one. There's another one. Cultural Marxist. There's another one. There's another one. What I can do is I can put you there while I continue this, because I haven't got a fader, so I've had to put you there, so they can't hear you for a second. But the world at the moment, Jonathan, is so full of toxicity and hatred and SH1T stirrers... And, and and really nasty, unpleasant people. I, I you know, on the, the really small scale of things, I, I had a hundred of them having a go at me on Twitter, and I might talk after midnight about some of the abuse I got on Twitter in the last 24 hours. Really, really, you know, just obnoxious, vile filth, absolute filth. Some of the phrases and the pictures they were sending me were, oh, they were disgusting. And on a bigger scale, you've got what's what happened in Nice and you've got um, the racist comments that have been bandied around after the um, the EU referendum. And and I'm just I'm just thinking that that, that you're you're a cowardly, toxic keyboard warrior bully. But I, I, I kind of give you the benefit of the doubt, Jonathan, because I do think you're mentally unstable. I do think it comes from a, a, a wiring problem in the brain, a chemical imbalance in the brain. It, I don't want to get all Freudian, something that happened in your childhood. I don't know. But that's why I give you the benefit of the doubt. That, that Because I, 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 I don't think your hatred is your fault. That's that's why I, I can't. People I are saying don't care. people. Hang on a minute. He's still there. People are saying why do you let him on? He's obnoxious. He's uh, Chris. Uh, Jonathan is a hate-filled, horrid person. I don't understand why you give him time. Because Chris, I look for the best in people, and I just think um, that Jonathan is. I, I just think he's damaged goods. Catherine <laughs> says. There we go. Catherine says, for a grown man, Jonathan sounds remarkably like a whiny teenage girl throwing around labels because he has no identity of his own. Are you... Dear, I, oh, dear. OK. Are, <laughs> they can't hear you. Jonathan, are you... Yeah, yes, Jonathan. Um, uh, when, did the police confiscate your electronic equipment? Some of it. Uh, have they pressed charges? No. Why did they confiscate your equipment? We can talk because about it for not press charges, can't there we? There are malicious, evil people nope, out there nope. who used the death of Joe Cox nope. to go after their political opponents. You it's sent so some... Like you, you sent... You sent. Hang on a second. I'm going to cut him off because he's, brought, he's, he's mentioned Joe Cox. Uh, and I saw some of your tweets about Joe Cox. 
and they were way, way, way out of line, man. They were way out of line, Jonathan. A mum got killed, and what you said was was disgusting, and it was it was it was it was horrible. You know, there wasn't any wit to it. There wasn't uh, there wasn't any anything clever about it. It was it was to get a reaction, and it was it was disgusting. It was telling the truth, and you can't handle the truth. Okay, well, you, now you're quoting. Jack now you're quoting Jack Nicholson at me. I mean, this no, is, I'm is, not, I'm, this cr- is I'm quoting reality, something that you seem to have no. lost track of. Can I ask you a question? That was a film. Can I ask you a question? Is this a sensible one? Have you had? Um, have you had? Um, I was going to phrase this. I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? No, no, you you prove no, me no, wrong. No, you, you prove me wrong. Re- you tell me what what was I going to say? No, you prove me wrong. No, because I'll say me. it, and you say I knew you were going to say that, but you need to say it first. No, I knew, I knew, I, I know where you're going. All right then. But I want you to prove me wrong because okay. if there's one thing I do enjoy. It's being proved wrong. Okay. Have you ever had sex? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't yes, at all. Did. You yes, didn't at I all. Did. You didn't yes, at all, because did. it wasn't what I was going to say. I threw a curveball at the last minute. Was, that question ultimately... Dem- no, the question I was going to ask... The question, the question I was going to ask is, have you ever had any form of uh, psychiatric treatment? No. No. Have... Do you... I've got to phrase this very carefully. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um... Do you ever think that maybe you need it? I'll tell you why. Because you don't have come across as a nasty cock. And I think, I think that there is more... I think that there is there is actually something within you. There is a soul. There is a spirit. There is a humanity in there. And I, I don't know why you're smothering it. I don't know why you're smothering it. And it, it, it breaks my heart to see someone so full of, um, uh, of, of poison. And I think you're real, mate. I think you're real, Jonathan. I'm not ill. All right, then. Believe, believe. It would be easy. Okay, I came off because he was getting on my nerves. Um, I saw his tweets about Joe Cox, and they were, they were, you know, they would be on the pale. I will talk about some of the tweets I got in the last twenty four hours because I think it's relevant to that. You know, just just the, the, the level of um, being nuts. Really, I don't know. I don't know what we do about Jonathan. Do we let him on? I mean, it's, it's cracking radio, but. He's... See, the thing is, I know what you mean. The joy with which Jonathan will talk about comic books and, you know, Judge Dredd and wrestling and stuff makes me think that there is hope. But then he enjoys he's, he's being Ill. the panto baddie, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he doesn't... He doesn't. The thing about Jonathan is he doesn't listen. I know we missed a break. We'll go to him in a minute. He doesn't listen and he doesn't engage. No. And every time we, I, you bring up a point... Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, a typical cultural Marxist. Yeah, but that's all part of the armoury, isn't it? I don't know what a cultural Marxist means. I didn't know what a misanthrope was until after yesterday's show when I looked it up. I thought it was um, a werewolf, but that's a lycanthrope. Yeah. Don't mix those up. What's a cultural Marxist? Well, here's what my idea of... I'm trying to understand what he means by it. Yeah. Does he mean someone who is... Um, who only accepts one one way of of perceiving culture? I don't. I don't know, and I don't think he knows. It's, I think he's got clever phrases. I think you know he doesn't like lefties. And he if you want to see his Twitter feed, and the, the, what I'm talking about with the policing is, is he, he he got arrested, um, but he's not been charged, as he said. 
for, I think, sending um, uh, the, the hate-filled tweets. I don't know what exactly what they are. His Twitter feed has cleaned up a bit since then. But if you, if you want to have a look, it's unpleasant, but I, I, I kind of... And I'm, I'm not saying this... I don't want you to go and send him abuse. Au contraire. Au contraire. I don't... Right, it's not what I'm into at all, man, particularly not after the 24 hours I've had, right? Um, uh, uh, at Women Obey UKIP is his thing. Go and have a look. But And I do wonder... I don't want to start banning people. I don't want to start banning people. I don't want to start banning people, so I'm not going to ban people. That's no. why That's why we allow them on. Everybody's welcome. 0844 499 Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, let me tell you two ways you can listen to the show, because you'll be listening to it one way, but you may not know there are other ways. I listen to it in the, um, the normally... On my uh, my uh, iPhone, you can get a smartphone app for Talk Radio. You can listen on like TuneIn and all those apps, but you can get a specific smartphone app, which helps my figures, guys. Uh, so you can download that. And what would be another way that you would recommend people to listen online to? online on uh, TalkRadio.co.uk? There we go. That's that's that. Uh, sorted. No, we're not going to ban Jonathan. I don't want to ban anyone from the show. The only person who's banned is the woman that's been um, been stalking me. And that's because the police are involved. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I don't I don't want um I don't want to ban anyone. So everyone can call in. Yeah, but you know, if you say things that are nonsense, we will. Yeah, be prepared. Be prepared to be um, challenged, and be prepared as as Russ found out yesterday to be confronted with an honesty that you won't get on any other on many other radio shows. Yeah, you know what we're talking about? Sometimes you're listening to the radio and someone's talking absolute nonsense and you get the distinct impression that the presenter, and they, it's, you're probably right, isn't listening. Great call. Thanks for that. Let's move on. And, well, no, no engage, they said something really obnoxious. Challenge them. Engage with them. Tell us how you feel. Um, and, and there are loads that do that. And I, sometimes I think I'm too honest. Uh, uh, Laura and Dan, stay there. Tim, you'll be next. Oh, Tim's been waiting for nearly an hour. Blimey. Um... But th- there's 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 an, there's an honesty, and everyone's going to get treated the same. You know, we 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 treat Jonathan the way we would treat a ten year old kid, the way we would treat I don't know a blind woman, the way you know. What I, mean, I mean, you everyone... might not call a ten year old kid and well, I'm well. You, I would if they were behaving like one, I would do. Tim, hello Ian. Hello Tim, how's your battery on your phone? Sorry. Oh, it's it's all right, Ian. Yeah, it's brilliant. Thanks. Great news. What have you got for us, Tim? I'm on a stag do at the moment in Timber. Blimey, sounds like it must be going really well to be phoning up a speech radio station (laughs) and stay on hold for 50 minutes. It's absolutely brilliant. And all of us absolutely love you. And we we come and see you in the Birmingham in Mac the, well, in October. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice one. Thank you. Oh, that was absolutely <laughs> wicked show. So I'm a little bit drunk, is that all right? Uh, well, you I, won't be the only one. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that's oh, all right. We're on a stag do. Yeah. But the thing is, I'll. <laughs> My, my mate Dave, who's absolutely massive fan of you, got me to ring up because he was a bit... He didn't want to ring up, so he put it uh, on to me. Yeah. Well, what... Well, can I... It's very quiet for a stag do, Tim. No, but I'm... They've sent me upstairs. They're all downstairs partying. Get up, upstairs. Well, let's, let's hear a bit... Let's listen on the radio at the moment. Let's let's hear a bit of the party, Tim. Hold on, I'm coming down. I'm, actually, I'm coming down. Yeah. Hold on. How are you? How are you, anyway? I'm all right. Brilliant. I didn't. I didn't really like the last caller. No. No. It was a bit mean. You'll like that though. Yeah. Oh, no, we're coming down. We're coming down. Coming down. Here from... we go. Here's everyone. Hello, Keith. Hello. Hello, here. We love you. 
Yeah. It really is. They really are better. But I thought it, uh, he's, he's fair play. This is a proper stag now. I didn't think Lohan. that. You, you must be having a great time. Sending Lindsay Lohan. They're going to send me up. They shouldn't. They, 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 they bit me in to send me upstairs. Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> can, we, I mean, can we play you a song? Yeah. yeah, go on. Why not? It's um, Facebook.com forward slash Skyfoil Band. This is called Three Days. Okay. Oh, silence. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, rewind it. Rewind it, Tim. <laughs> Here we go. I'm not cutting him off. I haven't got a fader. So I can't <laughs> ride the fader and um, talk over it, unfortunately. It sounded like a banging stag do. It did sound. Let's go, let's go back to those guys. I don't know what... Are they singing that live? No. Or is it it's a CD? Said rewind it. Uh... They were singing Lindsay Lohan live, I'm pretty yeah, convinced. Yeah, that bit was live. Yeah, I yeah. thought they were going to be more of that instead of, um, you know, out uh, mid-90s pop, outtakes from the New Young Radicals <laughs> album. <laughs> okay, well, you know, it's good stuff. I, you, I, I can't write a song very... Well, I can, actually. I wrote a brilliant song once. I did write a brilliant song. Um, you know, I wrote two brilliant songs. Okay, they're still going. Was it one of them the football song? I've written three brilliant songs. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's. Uh... We'll... When it finishes, we'll clap and yeah. we'll, you know we'll it'll be... the whole thing. Yeah. They're okay. painting someone blue and shaving his eyebrow off as we speak. It's going on quite well. It's. it's uh... I'm only doing this because I haven't got a fader, so I can't ride yeah. the volume. We so. kind of know it's going to go anyway. Hey, my girl. It's quite, it's quite catchy, actually. There it is. Big finish. Big finish, guys. Oh, it's going to, Repeat to fade, isn't it? It's quite... Uh, uh, it's like the Rembrandts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we get the idea. Why are they doing the whole... I mean, how steamed are those guys? <laughs> to do the whole song like that is... Um... Come put it back on quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be my girl! Be my girl! Be my girl! Touching my baby, my girl, yeah. Did they, oh. just, they just hang up on me? Oh, how rude. Flipping it. We sat through that brilliant song if they've just <laughs> turned on their radios. And we called our friends at the and, record company. And we listened to all of it. And then they hung up on us. Laura, what do you reckon to that? 
Laura? Hello. What did you reckon to that song? Well, I was more thinking about whether I was going to hang up on you after 40 minutes. That, well, <laughs> are you going to hang up on me? Even though you might be worth it. Well, you never know. We'll, we'll find out whether Laura does hang up after this. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, we've got loads of callers, so I'm not going to give out the phone number. Yes, Laura! Hip, hip, hip! She is drunk! No, I'm not. You're not a little bit? Unfortunately. How much you had to drink tonight? I'd probably say about two glasses of wine. Two gallons of wine? Two glasses of wine. How big are those glasses, baby? Pro- well, fairly large for, oh. for my taking. Oh, well, good girl, good girl. What have you got I've for got us? I've got a slightly weird accent. Oh. But anyway, I wanted to, A, lighten the conversation from Jonathan. Yes, thank you. So I won't say anything about him other than ditto what you said. Yep, yep, yep. He's damaged goods. He is damaged goods, yes, yes. you're right. And I think you did well there, Ian. Thank you very much. Without indeed. using some more profusive swear words but than I'm I not, would use. I'm not going um, to block him or, or ban him because, um, you know, I think it's... You enjoyed the conversation. Well, I think it makes good... If I was at home, I wouldn't be able to switch that off. You know, I wouldn't be able to switch it off. So I don't want to ban people from this um, No, you, and you shouldn't do, no. but it's a shame that people feel that way. Yes. That's it, all I would say. No, his, his views are obnoxious, but then he wants me to say that his views are obnoxious because it, it turns him on a little bit, gets a little tingle in the dingle. Mm. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the character he's building, isn't it? Yeah. life a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, he know. hasn't got a lot to give no. within his life, and he rings you up because he has that conversation with you, and that gives him what he needs. Anyway, let's stop talking about him because you know he'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. He what will. you got for us, Laura? Well, see, I'm ringing up with something that's a little bit more random and oh, yeah. potentially not as highbrow, maybe. Yeah. So I have quite a lot of paranoia about random things in the world. Oh, yeah. So sinkholes worry me. Sinkholes happen, yeah. We, well, we're in local radio, we are covering sinkholes all the time. Loads of yeah, them, stolen cars and stuff. Yeah, and I think they're becoming more frequent. They are. And I worry about them swallowing my house up. And yeah. I'm a frequent flyer, but yeah, I'm paranoid about it. It, it could happen. We, we had about five, didn't we, in the three yeah. years I was there? We had about five. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I don't but think that's one, what happens if you build a town over some old mines. One, they didn't swallow a house, but they did swallow a couple of cars, and mm-hmm. houses were unsafe. And streets disappeared. Yeah, yeah street disappeared, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. well, it's more it's progressive. Yeah. But I am still realistic, and I appreciate that some of these fears that I have don't happen very often. But one of the fears that I do have, yeah. which is a bit of a quandary with my boyfriend, is that when you sleep naked... Oh. Will a fly or a spider or anything in your room go up your asshole? <laughs> and that, no, this is like I think it is. I think it would happen. Well, you wouldn't can be a swallow, fly or a spider. I was worried about. Be a boyfriend. You can swallow eight spiders in your lifetime. No, you don't. That's a, do you know? What I, was, I was thinking about that, that today. It's a myth. That's a, that's a myth that you swallow eight spiders. So, some people say eight spiders in a lifetime. Some say eight spiders a year. It's a myth. It's not true. Okay, but so, what could go up your asshole? Well, some, some, well, first of all, you could stop saying that. Um, why do you sleep naked? I can't sleep naked. 
a lot of people sleep naked. Perverts. Perverts. I'm surprised that you're more concerned about... I'm surprised you're more concerned about violatory flies than if there was a fire. Oh, now we're, now we're digressing a little bit, Catherine. Well, it's more likely... Can, li- can I just say, she don't like it you, It might Catherine. be more likely. She don't like you. She wants to she talk... She talk about her bumhole. She... Can we please stop? No, no, I love Catherine to bits. I think she's amazing. But she's wrong here to bring this up. But you you want to talk to an expert. I think we are digressing a little bit. You want to talk, talk to... About she didn't want to talk to anyone. She just wants to talk bumhole. at... Yeah, it's, well, OK, please. Guys, for crying out loud. Um... Uh, imagine people. Hmm. I wonder, what, wonder what's happening in Turkey. Ah, talk radio's just come up. I wonder what that is. Oh, wrong station. Wrong station. Yeah, but we've talked about all that stuff before. Yes. You um, need to lighten the load. Oh God. Um. I. Why would a spider want this to go? Genuine concern okay. that I have. Can she hear us? Hmm. Why? Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. She's because you're not following the normal conventions of a conversation. Um, why would a spider want to go up there? I don't know, because I don't understand this. The thing is, though, it would have to... Uh, why it would you have, even... It would have to get... It would have to get past your um, buttocks, right? It's not as if it's completely open and exposed. The only creature... Or is it... I, no, Ian, Ian, I will correct you there, because... No, I think it is. If you sleep on your side, you, you sleep, your you sleep, buttocks are legs akimbo. No, they're not. The weight of anyway. The only thing that could get up there, because they can collapse their spine and get into any tiny hole, is a mouse. <laughs> it's a mouse. <laughs> so you well, don't I want to even conceive that. It's not going to be a spider, but a mouse might. <laughs> I hope that's helped, Laura. I really hope that that's that's helped. <laughs> Blimey. Is this real? Sadly, uh, I believe it is. <laughs> Sadly, I believe it is. Darren's on the line. Good evening, Darren. Hello. Hip, hip, hip. Is everyone, is everyone steaming tonight? Hip, 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 Darren. Yeah, yeah, I am. Good, good for hello? you. Yes, hello. Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah. Um, I was going to talk about other things, but um, that's... <laughs> That's kind of... Because recently, in the last 18 months, I've started sleeping naked. Oh, blimey. I'm I'm 48 years old, and in the last 18 months, I've started sleeping naked. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm worried now. Have you noticed there are are fewer spiders? Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't sleep naked. I like to have my goods encased. (laughs) Yeah, but... I'm on my own. Well, see, I'm so. on my own. Well, I, you know, I, I sleep in a bed on my own because my wife sleeps in another room because we work ridiculous hours. But, um, but still, that's even... Living... Go on. Sorry. I'm that's scared of living daylights, haven't we? It doesn't... Oh, I... Spiders. Rats. Rats and mice are what you've got to worry about. Because <laughs> they will get in any nook and cranny. So, um, spiders won't do it. A spider got more sense. You're not worried that because it's not going to build, build like a spider web over your back, <laughs> your hole, so that when you do a poo, it bounces back up. Doing, <laughs> doing. It's not going to happen. They're not going to do that. Right? Can we keep this we've, above the we've waist? Hit, we've hit. We've, we've hit, hit. We've hit Darren's rock bottom. <laughs> 
Can we keep this, try and keep this above the waist for the next hour and ten yeah, minutes? It's really weird because it's, it's last eighteen months. I've never, I'm forty-eight years old. Last eighteen months, I've slept naked, and mainly because I'm on my own. But anyway, yes. um, I, I, I called the other day about dark days. Have you watched it? No, well, you, well, you called about two days ago. Yeah, yeah, two I, days ago. Yeah, I've not. I've been a bit busy. Yeah, get on with it. What's wrong with? What's going on with everyone? It's it's um it's um it's like just like the the country's got more aggressive post Brexit. This show has yeah. got more aggressive. Caller's got more aggressive post Russ. They're, they're all they're all they're all gunning for me now. Ruskit. Ruskit. <laughs> anyway, what I was going to talk about was yes. um I, I, I looked at your Twitter feed. Yeah. Um, I'm not a Twitter fan at all, but no, I, you know I have it and. So I could look into your... And that guy. Which, which one? You'll have to narrow it down. Catherine was talking about him earlier on. That bloke. Who? You know who I'm talking about. Jonathan? No, the, the the loony. Oh, the Daft Limmy. The, Daft Limmy we had on, The beard and the gun and all oh, that. Oh, that fella. Oh, the beard and the gun? You know, you... Yeah. yeah. That wasn't Limmy. No, not Limmy. Well, you no. said Limmy. No, you said loony. Oh, right. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, uh, um, f- for those who don't know, yesterday on Twitter, I I've been I've been struggling with Twitter for a long time. I'm kind of addicted to it. It makes me very very unhappy for the most part. So I posted a series of tweets saying to to protect my mental health and my sanity, um, I'm going to come off Twitter. I'm going to post kind of updates and links to the show and stuff. But I'm not going to interact with anyone. I interact with a lot of people. I'm not going to interact with anyone. It's making me very depressed. And so I'm going to kind of back away just for the rest of the month to see how I feel, right? In three hours, Darren, I had 60 people calling me the C word, right? Yeah. I was called a nonce. I was, um, I was, um, had people saying, why are you asking for abuse, you C word? I wasn't asking for abuse. People retweeting the one about my mental health, calling me a snowflake and a C. Apparently snowflake is the new insult now yeah. for people who can't take criticism. I had someone saying, oh, I'm sorry you're getting such a tough time on Twitter, mate. Hey, have you got um, Daisy Donovan's phone number? I want to eat her feces. Wow. I had someone sending me, I'm going to say something quite unpleasant, right? Fingers and ears. I had someone sending me a gif, you know, these little three-second animation things, yeah. of a woman eating a used tampon. I had um, the most obscene, obnoxious, vile tweets in the last 24 hours, primarily because someone called Pablo da or De Elmo, who followed me and was a fan and was a listener and bought my CD, Pablo de Elmo kind of posted it amongst all of his his friends who don't, who weren't followers um and and it, it kind of i think it got on a forum or something and they thought it was funny to to send abuse here's the thing right and i'm going to give them their power for the second for a second right every tweet that called me a c or a nonce or um you know th- these obscene images Every tweet hurt me, man. Every tweet was like piercing my flesh, 
right? And one guy I got involved with and I had an argument with and I found a picture of his kids on um, Instagram and I took a picture of that and tweeted that and that, I, I regret doing that. That was that was a mistake. But, um, I, I, you know, I challenged him to call me yeah, up. I gave him, I thought, yeah, yeah, I challenged him. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have posted that picture of his kids. That was out of order. But, um, well, yeah, but he was a scumbag. Oh, he was right. a scumbag and his kids look were... At his, was, look at his Twitter feed yeah. and he's a scumbag. So uh, don't yeah. you feel... No, I know. And all that. of those people... Don't feel bad about that. I, I shouldn't have brought his kids into it. But his kids... The picture was, was available on his, on his Instagram link, which was on his Twitter page. But that's page. the weird thing, right? He's he's putting the most disgusting things on that. Yeah. And yet he's, he's also got... Man. He's got a link... To some really personal but pictures on there. Near, without exception, all of these people were also making jokes about Nice and the attacks that... Making jokes yeah. about yeah. the attacks that happened last night. But I'm going to give them their power for a second, right? Because I think it's important to acknowledge this, because I could do the... Well, none of that affected me. It did. I've blocked about 120 people in the last 24 hours, right? But that's what I was reading up about, Ian. Yeah. It sod them. Sod them. But it don't work like say, that. I want to say... Bigger words than that scum, yeah. and what you're doing. Yeah. What Danny, I was listening to Danny Baker um, the other day, and yeah. he was what he was saying about you is bang on. Yeah. You are doing something that's fantastic, and I absolutely love your radio show. Wow. I love everything about what you're doing, and Sodom, just Sodom. Just, oh, I want to say big words and well, really nasty words to those well, scumbags. They are scumbags. But, Darren, listen, thank you. You mean, for... because you, what you're doing is brilliant <laughs> and it really makes me angry. If I, I was there, I... if I was there, you, you'd grab me in a neck hug, you'd tell me you effing love me and you'd, give me a, you'd rub my head and no, give me I'd a nugget. I'd slap you in the face. Oh, God. <laughs> so, sort yourself out, mate. Darren, Darren, Stop I've got to let you go. Don't let him upset you. Okay, go and have a beer. <laughs> I'd let him go to come to a break. But I, I'm, and I was going to write a little. I think I might write a little blog about this. Yeah, I think you should. Every one of those tweets upset me. Yeah, every single one. And it's nuts. Some of them didn't know who I was. Some of them remembered me from the eleven o'clock show and thought, you know, it's funny to. to, to you know. Every single one of those. Tw- Why would someone send an image of a woman eating a, a used sanitary product? Why would someone? Why would someone do because that? Because the game is. Yeah. I can get blocked by someone yeah. who actually. I think he's having a better life and than I the, am. And that's what thing. it is. They here's see the, the blue thing. tick and they think they're punching I re- up. I reported that to Twitter. Didn't violate Twitter's no. guidelines. That person's still there. Um, yeah. And th- I know that Pablo... And it's, th- it's another Pablo, and it's not you. We had, someone said, oh, it, was, it wasn't me. And I said, no, 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 it wasn't you. I know Pablo Duelma. Um, he'll be listening because he listens. And uh, he'll be celebrating at getting the name thing and I'll get more abuse for it tomorrow. But I, 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 have, I do have to say, I can't do the... Well, I could lie, so it didn't affect me. It didn't hurt me. Well done, guys. What do you think you are? It did. Every single one. I was at, um, I was sat on the sofa with my kids this morning watching Scooby-Doo, watching this stuff come in. And I'm sat there with my kids, and I'm, you know, I- I'm reading the most obscene filth you could imagine. Obscene filth. And I'm thinking, this is, this is six inches away from my kids, you know. Um, so, so stepping back from Twitter, flipping it, man, it's the best thing I've done. It, it's painful, but they'll go. But every single one of those was like piercing my flesh. It's horrible. That was fun. Uh, Michael, Sarah, we've got other callers as well, so I'm not going to give out the phone number. If you know it, you can call. We don't do calls st- uh, straight to air. Certainly not this month. We're, we're going to have a little look at it in August. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. 
Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Uh, Michael and Sarah, stay there. We've got loads of other callers uh, lined up. Um, if you know the number, you can give us a call. We don't need to advertise for callers because you're calling in in your droves. It's much appreciated. Uh, we'll lighten the mood again. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Here's the news at midnight. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We were just um, talking about this song, and I said, who did it second time? Brand New Heavies. And I said, who did it first time? Well, I know, Cass did it. But she didn't, but she didn't record it. She did it. I may have done it on TV, but she didn't record she did it. She did it on t- TV. Uh, next but who had the hit with it? Who had the hit with it? This, this is the hit with it. Who is it? I, and I knew... And I've I, got it on a compilation. And I knew that I had heard... I knew the name of the artist... Every time I've heard it, I've forgotten it instantly. And I'm going to say it, and you're going to forget it instantly, right? It's Maria Muldar. There, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. My, he, he would be um, my nightmare. Uh, let, OK, this is what we'll do for the last hour. Uh, Katia, uh, Katie, sorry, uh, Michael and Sarah, stay there. Um, for the last hour, we're going to um, uh, compile our nightmare music festival. Of the worst bands we oh, could see. Oh, Friday night for me would be um, Cordroy, <laughs> followed by um, the Brand New Heavies, but closing would be the James Taylor Quartet. I quite like the Brand oh, New Heavies. Oh, f- no, you don't. For all that, do you remember, it was like the, about 93 <gasps> when that kind of... Um, the, acid jazz. Acid, ac- was it? Acid, acid jazz. I was almost what in an a... acid jazz band, so I got into them for a little while. Of course while. you were. Of course you were. <laughs> Everyone was nearly in an acid jazz band. And we went and saw our friends in acid, acid jazz, jazz bands. Band. And we all had the James Taylor Quartet album. And we all pretended that we liked the brand new heavies. <laughs> and our hipper friends had Corduroy. Corduroy. Gosh. Jeez, me. who would be your nightmare? Uh, um, your nightmare um, evening of musical entertainment. You well, got three acts. And <laughs> uh, bearing in mind, wh- once was it opening for Beyonce? No, it was no, it wasn't. It was opening for Alicia Keys. I like Alicia Keys. Right. It was. Um, oh, who opened for Alicia Keys? It wasn't Soul to Soul. Give me another band like Soul to Soul. PM Dawn. No, they had a woman with dreadlocks who danced. Right. Was that Soul to Soul? Hang on a second, Sarah. Or no, Sarah. Hello. Was it was it Soul to Soul? What was Soul to Soul's song, Sarah? Oh, I don't think I can help you on this one. Um, I'm not sure. Soul to Soul, right? Mm, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's let's ask a British. Let's ask a British native, Katie. <laughs> Katie. Um. Oh. Katie. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> yes, Katie. I can hear you. Is it me or another Katie? You, I've got you, another Katie on. No, it's you, Katie. A Katie, me. Um, you're you're British. What was Soul to Soul's big uh, hit? Yeah, I'm well British. Um, is I'd it? Like to say it's probably uh, what time is love? What time is love? Mm. No, that wasn't. No, no that was um, that was two men. Here we go. Here that we was go. Hadaway. Back to life. Yeah. Back saw soul to, to I saw soul to soul. That's Karen Wheeler you're talking about. The, the girl with the dreads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw soul to soul opening for Alicia Keys. Flipping it. Wow. It was tedious. Right. You can have 
Top loader. Yeah, there we go. Honker's oh, uh, Big Monker. Yeah. <laughs> and this is one people love, but I can't stand them. Yeah. Beautiful South. Okay. Uh, it's, no, uh, no, it's your, and it's, then, it's your festival of hate. And of we're course. going to finish up with the Lighthouse family. Oh, as Mark, um, uh, um, 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 the one from Mark and Lard once said, it's music for people who don't like music. Yeah. Sarah, what would your nightmare lineup be? Sarah? She's gone. Can we get Sarah back, please? Uh, Katie, Katie, what would your nightmare lineup be? I'd say um, Jamie Rockfly. Jamie Jamie McFly. <laughs> Jamie Rockfly. Jamie Rockfly. Jamie Rockfly. Oh, Jamie Rockfly! <laughs> I couldn't tell because of your your strong British accent. How do you say Jamie Rockfly? Well, like you just said it then, and not Jamie Rockfly. Jamie okay. Jamie Rockfly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, him Halloween. Don't like them. Who? Halloween. No, no, Halloween. Not Halloween. Oh, ha- Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, Halloween. Yeah, yes, no, yes. no, not them. Uh, hate them. And Halloween. Then, yeah. And, and, uh, most, uh, yeah, Bullzum. Bur- I hate Bullzum. 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 Is that an Indian artist? <laughs> Burden. Are you saying bosom? <laughs> no. Burden. She's saying burden. We got it. So, it would be Jamie Rockwai, <laughs> Halloween, and, and Burdoy. No. Okay, that's fine. We've got it. That's, that's my favourite so far. <laughs> what have you called in for, Katie? Uh, I've got a suggestion for the guest. Oh, yeah, go on. Uh, what, um, we're going to have the, the shipping forecast. Stay, what's your language? <laughs> Shipping. Oh, your your British accent is so strong. Shipping, shipping forecast, dude. Uh, The uh, Neil Noons. Neil, hello. This is Radio Four. You're listening to the shipping forecast. That man. Go on, do it. Yeah. Can you have him on? No, because it's different. It's different. It's not one man that does it. It's different people. Okay. Well, that's one particular one. Um, do you mean the man? Do you mean the man who talks like that? that that's it. Yeah, okay. him. Okay. Well, we're not going to. No. Why? Why? Well, well, why do you think? But I don't know. Because it'll be rubbish. Why? Because his job is to read stuff out. I'm, I'm sure. But listen, he's very mysterious. That's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> I've read about him because there was a, a whole a, a brouhaha um, ten years ago when he landed on the BBC Radio Four. Yeah, I know there was. Yeah, well, absolutely. But he's still there. He's it, still there. He's won. It was well. He's won. Um, I a lot of people said they didn't like him because of his voice. I do think a lot of people didn't like him because he's black. I think some of it was genuinely about his voice, but I think some of it was also. Um, covert racism. Yeah, um, um, probably because I went on the radio for uh, forum at the time, and uh, they complained about you. <laughs> no, cause because you're black. Two thousand and six, I wasn't on the BBC. Do you type, or... <laughs> you type with an accent. <laughs> but uh, you don't. Yeah. Do you do you feel more comfortable on a qwerty or an azerty? Qwerty. Yeah, really. Yeah. But you shouldn't. Why? Not your place. Where? Where is not my place? Your place is a zerty, not qwerty. 
Yeah, well, uh, too late now. I'm I'm quirty quirtyfied. Quirtyfied, okay. And you've, you're a zerty less and quirtyfied, okay. Well, that's good to know. So we're not going to have him. No. Oh. No, he's not coming on. Right. Are you are you scared because he's from that place? No, no. I was on that place last week. Five nights, uh, four nights in a row. Okay. Well, get that place to this place. Yeah, I was on that place at the same time. I was on this place. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I was on. I was on four extra. BBC Four Extra last ah, week. Four extra. I haven't started with that one yet. Well, so. you should listen to it when I'm on. I'm good. I interviewed. I interviewed Jake Yap. So, so two turncoats. Wow. Yeah. Well, exciting. Well, that's sarcastic. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm honest, but still, I'm disappointed. We can't have Neil Lund. Well, you'll get over it. Yeah. What else have you got, Katie? Um, Before you go and have your um, uh, pie and mash. Fire mash and eels and uh, mushy peas. Can you stop swearing, please? <laughs> it did sound like she said. <laughs> she... <laughs> no, well, that's it. Um, that's it. Should we bring Michael into the conversation? Good evening, Michael. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 hip Michael. You're through to Catherine, Kate, British Katie, and Hello, um, British Katie. myself. Uh, hello. hello, Catherine. Hello, Ian. How are you all? Wow, what Peachy. an absolute... What an absolute gentleman. I think we might have found your, um, the, your husband. perfect husband, yes. Husband, yes. What's your, what's your name? It's Michael. No, 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 the other, um, the name after Michael. Is it British? Is it Smith? Is it Smith? It's Sweeney. Oh, it's what, Sweeney? Yeah. Yeah. Sweeney. Sweeney. That's quite British, that. That's very British. One of, the, one of Britain's greatest murderers, of course, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of the Sweeney Todd of the Sweeney. Flying Squad. He's got heritage, Katie. Wow. <laughs> can you make pies, Katie? I can, I Beautiful. can. Well, beautiful. Can. Beautiful. It's just, I'm going to buy jeans. a new hat. It's in your jeans. Michael. Anyway, um, Katie, any more questions you want to ask Michael, or should um, I cut you off? Michael, is he still there? Yes. Well, as questions go, it's not very probing, <laughs> but you've got an answer. <laughs> are you? What? How, how big are you, Michael? Uh, uh, six two. Not you mean it, do you mean in height, Katie, or girth? <laughs> no meters, not not feet. Well, no, you're in, you're in, no, you're British, so six six foot two is good. Is good good measurement. I uh, how, how 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 tall am I? I I've got no idea. <laughs> I'm six foot four. You've seen me, so imagine. Like a little bit less than me. Have you seen her? Yeah. Is she as tall as me? What? She's about your height. She's right, small. So you're about five six. You're five six. Oh, cool. Cool man. Very good height to be. Cool bananas, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, I don't think we will get along, Michael and I. Uh, how How are you going to get along, Katie? Just um... no. Hello. You're going to get along like a a like a, a house on fire. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael, are you married? Uh, no, I'm not. So would you be prepared to marry Katie so she can get British citizenship? Well, I, I don't know where um, Katie's from. Doesn't matter. She's British. She's yeah. definite, definitely, definitely British. But just to, to cross the T's and dot the I's, it would be doing her and us a massive favour if you could marry her. Oh, why not? Then all right. All what? right. Yeah, sorted. Sorted. Did you she, did... She'll pay you three grand. Did you say yeah? Yeah, go on then. 
Okay. She might have the odd visit from someone called Roger, but you you won't see him. Ah, doesn't matter. Um, when 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 is that happening then? Uh, how are you to September? September. Uh, beginning and middle middle of September. Twelfth uh, of September, I, I would say yes. I can't be choosy. Uh, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Um, I'm in the old calendar. The problem is I can't understand really because of your accent. <laughs> so, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's true. <laughs> okay, um, but but I like you. Yeah, good, good job, because uh, yeah, I like you, I like you too. Oh, all right. Um, well, um, so 12th of September. It's a uh, Monday. Is is it a Monday? Yeah. That's not a good day for a wedding, is it? Hang on a minute. Well, Marriage is about compromise. Already? <laughs> we just started. <laughs> Michael. Well, Katie, well, that's, I, I that's, well. that's 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 fine. That's sorted. So that you're going to marry her, Michael. Good. What Good. have you got for us, Michael? Now that we've um, um, palmed you off with a bride. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, now I believe you've got a beard, and I, am I right in thinking it's a fairly a fairly new beard? Well, I've had it since about December. I started growing it. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, that's and my last wild. shave. I think my last shave was maybe like Christmas Eve or something, if I remember correctly, something like that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so I am a bit younger uh, than uh, probably getting married age. Uh, I'm 25 and I've kind of got blonde brown hair um, and I really want a beard, um, but I can't grow one. Right. Um, but the annoying thing is, is that I've got grossly hairy legs. Yeah. Uh, and I mean like the full shebang, I mean the full circumference all the way up, the full trunk. Yes. It's bad. Yes. But it's like all my hair follicles are on my legs. Right. And none of it's gone to my face. Yeah. So I was wondering, is there a second puberty? Well, I couldn't grow a beard in my 20s. It, it, um, and I've, 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 I've flirted with growing beards in the past. Um, this is the longest I've ever gone. Um, uh, yeah, as you get older, you can you can you get hairier in the face, and also if you let the because I've still I still have big gaps. He, what would you just what would you say this area is here that I'm fingering? Um, your like your chin cheek. There's a bit of the chin, right? There's a bit of the chin, and I've got big gaps there. But because now the beard is long and bushy, it grows over the big gaps. So there's a gaps there. Look, you see. Right. Imagine, um, you know, like do you remember? You're probably too young to remember this, Lord Charles. No. Right, no. right. Imagine, a, imagine a, a, a ventriloquist dummy. Right, you know where the cracks are at the side of the mouth, where you can so you can go got a gear. There, yeah. completely bald there. Right. Oh, interesting, interesting. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So, but I grow, but so it's grown long enough that I can brush it over that. Yeah, I've got no length at all. Absolutely not. We're still talking I'm about the beard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, well, yeah. um, oh. it, it will get it will get there, young man. Or it might not. Some people can't grow beards ever. Some people, know, some but... people have never shaved. Some men, some men, grown men have never shaved because they don't have what it takes. Mm. Yeah, but I'm a bit sensitive over it. It's like it's very easy to say, "Oh, you can't even grow a beard." It's like, well, it, it, Ma- yeah. Michael, 
Honestly, there's yeah. more to being a man than facial hair. You say that, I'm, I'm, I really want to grow a beard. All right, or you could draw someone with a sharpie. Yeah, yeah, get, get, or get a fake beard. Or get a hair transplant from your, your perversely hairy legs. I'm sure yeah. you've got, I bet you've got a hairy ass as well. <laughs> get them plucked out and then you can get them transplanted yeah. into your face. Yeah, yeah. also, yes. after that woman talking about spiders up a bum, oh, I, I've been very uncomfortable since. Well, I mean, go and have a, 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 good, um, a good douche and uh, sort yourself out. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> oh, I'm arguing with monkeys fans on Facebook. Sarah, are you back? Hello. Sorry, what? my phone died before. What? What the hell happened? I know. I know. I was on hold for a little while, then it died, and then yeah, I won't bother you with the rest of the details. Well, okay. Well, it's 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 good. It's good. Hello, hello. It's good to be back. Hang on. That's Gary Glitter. We can't quote those lyrics, <laughs> which is a shame because it's a good song. Actually, that, that is one of his best. Hello, hello. It's good. All his songs are like that. Mm. Oh no! What is that in my head? No, I loved you till I saw you rock and roll. Didn't know I loved you till I saw you rock and roll. Do you wanna touch? Do you all that tempo? Do you wanna touch me there? Relentless. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I said three words. Musical sex pest. Oh yeah. All those songs are that tempo. Yep. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Blinding tunes. Relentless. Anyway, Sarah. If I'm going to move I you on from Gary me. Glitter, Sarah, it's a little bit inappropriate for you to bring that up, actually. Could I'm a little, bit, stop mentioning a little bit disappointed, Sarah. If you do mention Glitter again, <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to stop calling in this show. We're not a pervert's paradise. Although... OK, warning number one. Warning number one. What you got for us, Sarah? Uh, well, I'm phoning to help fill your lady quarter for the evening. It's a shame there's not more ladies phoning in. I don't know why we 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 normally do very well this week. Um, okay. I don't I don't know. Have there been lots of shopping sales on? What is um? Are they showing like um uh, ER every night between ten and one? <laughs> I made myself laugh with that ER. <laughs> I know what you girls like. It's George Clooney as a doctor. Four. I bet you wouldn't mind his stethoscope investigating if you've got any spiders up your jacksy. Don't be ridiculous. Noah Wilde was also hot in that. We love this radio show. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. We, 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 yeah, we normally do all right. We, I say it's but normally about 60, 40 men, women. Um, and this week, we, we've not had many women. And that's fine. It will change. It will change. You know, it, come, it comes and goes. And One day we'll be, we'll be struggling to see for all the women, won't T- we? Tell me about it. That's like okay. the 90s were um, for me. <laughs> sometimes I watch on Periscope. Oh. And the other night I noticed Catherine. Like, she's not always on, um, like, Kath. Well, you're not always on the screen. Yeah. And I noticed um, that you are very, very pretty. But I did, and I don't swing that way, by the way. I just thought I'd put that out there. But um, you look exactly like Vera Farmiga. Who? You know who that is? She's in, like, um, The Conjuring, and she's in the show Bates Motel. Oh, God. Right. Vera Farmiga. Anyway, I just thought I'd put it out there if you'd ever heard that you'd look like her. You look exactly like her. Which She is looks like... Um... Oh, you cast laughing. You can see her. Well, I'm very flattered. Thank you. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's oh, have no, a look. Do, you not, do you not think she's pretty? I feel embarrassed now. No, I'm sorry. Who's <laughs> that? What's that? Vera, Vera Swarfiga. Vera Farmiga, yeah, or something. Um, 
Do you, you've got eyes, haven't you, Sarah? <laughs> OK, we can, we can move on. <laughs> Thank you, though. Well, listen, I'll take that. That's good enough for me. Thank you. Yeah. OK, well, I, yeah, anyway, I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I phoned last week and uh, about the time travel films. Oh, yeah, And yeah. you phoned me to watch Primer. Yes. And I did. And, and um, yes, so it's going to take a few rewatchings. <laughs> um, but you know, when you watch something and you can tell it's good, but you don't necessarily get it yeah. entirely. Yeah, yeah, it's that. Um, How many? Here we go. Right here we go. Okay. Right, Primer. I'm going to spoiler alert, guys. Primer is one of my favourite films. I've watched it three times. I don't understand it, um, but okay. it's, but it's brilliant. How many times in that film do you think? They go back in time. But for those who don't know, it's a little spoiler. It's these guys, these scientists, they work out how to build a time machine. They store it in, um, you know, you can rent those spaces, secure rooms and boxes. Yeah. They, re- they rent one and they like store Like the big it. yellow storage. Yeah, places. big yellow storage. <laughs> they, they store it in a big yellow storage and they have to go in there and um, it's for the amount of time they lie in the time machine... That's how far back they go. So if they line it for three days, they go back three days. But the more they do it, the longer they do it, they they get quite ill and they become like carbon copies of themselves. So they get... Their writing goes and they start shaking. Blimey. How many times do you think they went back in time in that film, Sarah? Well, I've read, like, different things, because you told me to Google oh, it, it. and right, yeah. timelines. Yeah. yeah. But it's still very confusing to actually figure out. So they go back. They, sure. they go back. The thing is, you watch it, you think, I've gone back three times. They don't. They yeah. go back in time nine times. There's a weird, yeah. There's all these weird bits, right, where they, they kidnap future thems and tie them up in the loft. You know when you hear something in the loft, that's one of them tied up in the loft, right? Yeah. And load of it's not explained. So you hear this rustling, but you don't know it's one of them tied up in the loft. Uh, and then they, they record their conversations, and they have an earpiece in their head. So they're repeating what they... So this conversation is taking place now, but it will be taking place a few seconds later, because I would have recorded it on another timeline, and I would be repeating it. Right. But then sometimes yeah. the other one doesn't know that they've recorded... It gets, and then there's the weird bit where one of their dads, who is clean shaven, but he appears yeah. with a beard. The implication being, he's gone back in time weeks. <laughs> it is nuts, isn't it? It's mind blowing. It did, hurts your head. Actually, hurts your head. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? No, I did enjoy it, and it was that whole thing of I know that this is great, right? But I can't understand it. You're ready. Okay, you're ready for. You're ready for step two. Step two. The guy that made that film, he made that film, I think. It's the the, the, the dark-haired guy wrote and directed it, right? It was the first film he'd mm-hmm. ever made. Never made a film before. I think he made it for about $7,000, right? And it's for that, it's remarkable. He recently made his second film. Upstream Colour. Oh, baby. Have you seen it? I have seen it. I've seen that one. Did you like that one? I really like that one. That one's easier to follow, but it's still messed up. It's all to do with them being connected psychically to a pig. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 uh, that one's slightly easier to follow, but it's still all over the place. Yeah. 
Upstream colours, beautiful. Interviews. I've read a lot of interviews with him since I've watched Primer, and it is he's got this whole argument about how films, like you know, studios are only um, commissioning films where superhero films are guaranteed to make millions and millions of pounds. Yeah, yeah. And it's people like him who keep it alive by funding it themselves. I read an uh, interview with Charlie Kaufman, the yeah. guy who does. Um, yeah. You know, like Eternal Sunshine and things, and he says the same thing. He can't get writes all these amazing scripts, and he can't get them through to studios because they don't make enough money. Shane Carruth, Carruth, that's his name, is the genius that made Primer and Upstream Color, and they are. It's so rare that you watch a film where intellectually you are struggling to keep up and follow the narrative because it's so vague. And I love that. I couldn't watch it. You couldn't watch a film like that every day. But every once in a while, one that really makes you think. And for big stretches, you're going, I don't know what's going on, but I'm yeah. going to... It's like with Upstream Colour. You, the, the kind of the beginning is, is sort of the end, if I remember correctly. And it's all it's all circular. And it's... Um, I need to watch it again. Yeah. I think I'm going to watch Upstream Colour this weekend. Well, I actually watched 11.22.63. And oh. I heard you talking about that this week. Yeah. But we have totally differing opinions because the thing that almost stopped me watching it was James Franco. Oh, he's oh. so dreamy. Oh, I'm totally. I can't stand him. I... Why is he too too manic? He's not manic um, in this at all. He's very restrained. Yeah, I suppose for James Franco, you could say that's. I'm, I really enjoyed it, but probably for that reason that it was quite restrained. It gets as, as, it's it's only I think it's eight or ten episodes, right? It's a it's a contained story. It gets a little bit flabby sort of episode six and seven. I mean, that that whole episode where he's, he's lost his memory, you kind of think... Yeah. yeah OK. Um, and I kind of saw the ending coming. The ending was... A, the, 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 when he goes back, you know, to, to, to 2016, it was... A, a, I sort of knew that would be the case. It was a bit more extreme than I imagined. But... Yeah. And, but did the... Come on, the ending. The ending when he meets her and oh, they dance. It's amazing. Did you cry? I cried a lot, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I cried when, they, when he meets her. And, Have you had a good life? Well, you know, I've had some trouble. Oh, man, I was I was in pieces. I totally bought into that. It was that. very schmaltzy and yeah, American, but it, yeah. was, it was really good. Stephen King. Stephen King, I, I, I always find, I used to like Stephen King books. I haven't read one for ages. He really struggles with ending. Just like, um, who's the Japanese writer that's always writing about cats and wells? Murakami. Love Murakami. I always find Murakami's endings are really weak, and the same with Stephen King. His, his books are brilliant, and the endings are really poor. Like when you were writing a story at school and you got fed up and you just went, and then it was all a dream. Yeah, it's like that. Because <laughs> your hand was tired. It does that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's, well, it's, it's very long books. Yeah. Very tired hands. Very tired hands. Murakami does the same. You've read Murakami? No. Oh, you. Sorry? Of course I haven't. Why not? I just haven't. Oh, I'll lend you one. You'll like him. He's good. Right, okay. Japanese. I've a few. I like them. He's good, isn't it? I mean, they're all they're all about cats and wells. <laughs> it's all about it's cats. Probably and why wells. I've not I've not been in the cats and wells they're section. Good. They're very very good. But I, I, do, you, do you know what I mean about the ending, Sarah? No, I totally get what you mean. Yeah, they're yeah. a little bit. Oh, okay, yeah. but the journeys the journeys good. Sarah, I've got to go. I'm late for a break. Okay. Thanks bye. for calling. Bye bye. Oh eight four 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 nine nine. I'm not going to tell you the rest. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, okay, we've got a load of calls um, to raffle through. We've got 30 minutes, so let's go through these. Tom! Tom! Hello? Hello, Tom, you're on the air. What have you got for us? Hi, Ian. 
Alex, um, what you got? I'm long-time listener, second-time caller. Well, well done you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Not really. Yeah, I, I came back. Um, my first call wasn't great, so um, oh. hopefully this will be better. Um, um, I just wanted to talk about Beetlefest. Um, if you're going to Liverpool, I'm, I grew up quite near Liverpool, so oh. I've got some tips for you. OK, well, um, I'm going up for there. one day. I'm going up on Monday, August the 30th, uh, just to watch Mickey Dolenz in concert. That's all I'm doing, and then I'm coming straight back. Oh, OK. Oh, why? Um, well, t- well, tell me tell me, tell me, me why. Well, there's um, there's actually a tour called the Magical Mystery Tour, and I, it's like a really... This is what I want. This is what I want. Uh, like a greyhound bus that they've kind of done up in all psychedelic colours that will take you, pick you up from the Cavern Club, take you around, take you to all the Beatles' houses, even Ringo Stars, which has been demolished. Oh, uh, man. And the, the guys who run the tours are great. They're like really, really big fans, and they kind of do a commentary on there. But they run all day, um, and they basically will talk you through kind of everything that's going on. They take you to their, all their schools, uh, they take you to Penny Lane, Strawberry Fields, things like that. Um, but they're really good. I did it with my dad a while ago, and it was probably uh, one of the most fun days I've ever had. And then they drop you off at the cavern at the end of it, um, which is really, really fun. You see, that uh, sounds yeah. awesome to me, man. I, I love all that cheesy stuff, and I don't know why. I'm a huge Beatles fan. I don't know why I've, I've not gone up there for two or three days and done all of that stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually it's so good. And they, they have a museum there, the Beatles story, that has loads of just, like, really interactive things. They have a 4D Thing, which is basically 4D, of course, is smell. You get, sm- you get a bit wet. Yeah, sp- um, smell and, and spray. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's basically what 4D means, I've, I've realised. A bit of wind and a little <laughs> bit of spray. Yeah. Um, and now it's 4D. And um, what else? They they do lots of fun stuff. And John Lennon's big white piano is there. Yeah. It's quite good. Beautiful. Um, if you lean over a velvet rope, you can touch it. Um, if no one looks. Um, but it's actually really good. So I... I would highly recommend, if you can get, I, I mean, it's probably difficult for you, but if you can get any more days there or get a bit more time there, there's lots more to see. Well, I, think um, it's on a, I think it's on a Monday. Okay. So I could go up on a Saturday. And, yeah, I um, so. Yes, I could go up on a Saturday and uh, have some of that. Yeah, that, I might do that. I think it's, it's, it's definitely worth doing, and, I mean... The cavern, it's not the real cavern. No, but it's, it's, it's on the opposite side of the street, isn't it, I think? Yeah, it's dodgy, but me and my friends used to go there and watch dodgy um, dodgy bands. Well, and dodgy were playing there. Yeah, dodgy, they're very good. Love their remixes. Um, but we used to go and it was only a good night if the sweat was dripping off yeah. the ceiling. Yeah. I, remember, I remember that. I remember that. Um, that, was, that, was the, that was the best thing. But um, no, um, huge fans. But I just wanted to say, again, long-term listener, but I'm... You're doing, you're doing smashing. Um, congratulations, yeah. you're doing really well. Thank um, you. Thank you so much for all of this. This is you're doing a great job, and I'm listening back to it gradually on YouTube. And sorry, it's a bit hooky. Uh, I shouldn't do that, but I am. As long and, as you're um, listening, man, that's all that matters. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, um, but no, congratulations. You Tom. Know, Never mind the haters. Never mind the haters. Tom, thank you very much. You're very kind indeed. But I'm going to be a bit brief because we've got one, two, three, we've got six callers lined up. Um, it's, uh, uh, Peter! Hello, Ian. Hello, Peter. What you got for us? Uh, yeah, I was, um, just a uh, first-time caller. I uh, just told you your you, uh, talk show tonight, so... Yes. And I'm really... It's really had me in uh, hysterics. You've just found it tonight? 
Aye. Oh, blimey, what a one to pick. I flip it. <laughs> how no. funny is and how funny that you how did you how did you find talk radio? I think it's always been in my uh, psyche, but I just like typed in talk radio. Because we've only been back as a station, because talk radio was like 20 years ago, and then it became talk sport. And talk radio in this incarnation only relaunched in March, so it's kind of quite new. Right, okay. And, but, but I'm glad you found us, and I'm glad you've called in on your first listen. Well done. Thank you, mate. It's uh, okay, make but, my job a lot um, easier. Can, can we talk about serious subjects as well as... If you can talk about anything you want. Okay. Right, well, I was going to start off, and I hope you have a good sense of humour. Oh. And it's not true, what I'm going to say, right? Okay, I've got a feeling we won't get on, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for all the tweets and the C words. Okay. So it wasn't... But it, but it wasn't you... It wasn't me, really. Okay, that's fine. That's good one. Good one. Yeah. But, but you did put dog poo through my letterbox. Well, you, know you did. You deserve that, Peter. Let's be honest. I know. I do. I do it was. It was a little, little secret. It wasn't, it wasn't, anyway, it wasn't anyway. a dog poo either. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, ser- the serious thing is about let's politics. Get serious. Yes, a serious right, politics. Okay. Yes. Is um, I think the referendum was announced in February. Okay. And it's been going on now for like what's five months, six well, months. Well, no, it's finished now. It finished a couple, a few weeks ago when we had the vote. It hasn't finished though. Well, no, the referendum is finished. The referendum's finished. Yeah, but the politics is still going on. Right. Yeah. But okay. Well, yeah, okay. so we're going for a couple more years. And, yeah. And the media are bombarding us with politics, politics, politics. Oh, right. Now, yesterday, France. Quite a lot had... of quite a lot of political things have happened since the referendum, yes, I, don't I, you think? I understand that, yeah. So it's I wouldn't say like bombardment, a, it's it's more a reporting. Well, it's bombardment when the well, referendum gets called in February, and then we... Have well, you're like talking about two different things. The... You're talking about two different things. The referendum is over. Yes. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and um, since then, a significant amount of things have happened in the world of politics, and the press, press understand is reporting that. on them. I understand that, but however, Theresa May is now PM. Yes. Her cabinet is now installed. Yes. Okay. Um, Jeremy, uh, what's what they call him? Jeremy Corbyn, is it? Yeah. Yeah. He's on the ballot for the next thing, but that's not going to be done until September. Why are you bombarding me with politics? It's going to get dissolved in three weeks' time. Why are you bombarding me with politics? You're bombarding me with politics. Because media have been doing that to us for the last four but, months. But why are you... That, so you're, you're getting revenge by now bombarding me, the media, with politics? What I'm trying to say to you is the atrocities in France yesterday... Yeah. ..and they're still going on about Boris... Boris Johnson, foreign right. minister, and, and stuff like that. Yes. It's just politics, politics, politics. But why are you bombarding I mean, me with politics, politics, politics? Because it's a chat show. Well, well... Yeah, and... So we can talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah, I know, exactly, sure. but but newspapers report the news, and news broadcasts report the news, so they talk about... Can you complete that sentence? They talk about what's relevant. They talk about the news. The most relevant thing yes. is Paris. Right, which they've talked about. They've talked about, Nice. Yes. yes. You know, they've what's t- going on there? They've talked about, about Boris Johnson. Well, no, but they, why can't they... The thing about the news, if you've ever seen it... Um, they don't just do well, one... I they... see a lot of news. OK, OK, cool. Well, then you know how it works. They don't just... for like The news at one, which is like half an hour long, they won't just okay. do one story, will they? They can, do, they can do several stories. 
And Boris Johnson becoming Foreign Secretary after he, um, you know, was the head of the Brexit cam- the successful Brexit campaign, and then everyone thought he was going to be Prime Minister, and then he got stabbed in the back, and then he became... For- that is quite a big news story. I, I understand it's a passionate thing. No, 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 I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said it's a big news story. Yeah, it's, 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 it's relevant. However, it's been going on for five months. No, now. it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Boris, it when hasn't. did... No it, no, it hasn't. When did Boris Johnson become Foreign Secretary? Uh, a week ago. No, try again. Three days ago. I think it was like it was like two days ago, wasn't it? So well, two days ago. Yeah, so so not not five months and not a week ago. So it's... no, the referendum was called five months ago. You keep going about the referendum, and then you've told me that the referendum is finished. But the media keep putting it into our tele- no into our no they don't our living rooms. Well, 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 you you can you can that, you can turn it off. It's a big it's a big news story. I don't know what you don't understand. Hold on, right. My my point is, and I'll finish on this. Right, Go on. obviously we're not going to get on. No, no, I'm enjoying this. Don't do a right. rush on me. I'm enjoying this. There's been two pensioners murdered in Norfolk a few weeks ago. Right, we've got thirty seconds on the news because right. of the politics. You right, know, I'd rather. There's more. There's more going on in the world. Rather hear about two old politics. people being murdered. That's a bit weird. No, it's not weird. Why would, you, why would you want to hear about that? Why do I want to hear about politics for seven months? Well, to, well, you, you you have the option to turn it off because it's it's probably. I'm going to what new channel? But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Peter. Right? Okay. We've not talked about Brexit on this show at all once. We, we, no, 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 no. Listen, listen to me. We have spoke on. We, I've been on air since March the twenty-first. Okay, five nights a week, three hours a, uh, a night. Okay, okay. In that time, I've spent ten minutes talking about Brexit, right? Okay. And as of tonight, I've spent twenty minutes talking about Brexit because you've called in to talk about Brexit. Okay. So you you've made my show, which is. And this isn't an accusation, I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy. You've made my show, which has been a Brexit-free zone, you've made it about Brexit. So you've made the situation even worse for all of my listeners that, that have managed to avoid Brexit. I see your point in that way. Yeah. But, and this is my final point, right? Yeah. What I'm trying to say to you is... Yeah. I don't want to talk about politics anymore. <laughs> but... It's, I, can't, I, can't, I have to... In that case, I'll cut you off. That makes it easy. <laughs> I, he's phoned up to say he doesn't want to talk about politi- politics anymore by talking about politics some more. Is that, was that what happened? For about ten minutes. Flipping out. No, <laughs> blimey. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, we're going to um, um, double tag them. We've got Gatford and we've got Eben. Good evening, guys. Hip, 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 Ian. Hip, 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 Vera. Hip, yep. Right, go on. You you, t- you guys fight amongst yourselves. Go on. We haven't okay, got much I've, time. We've got loads of calls. I've, I've got me three worst bands for a gig. Go on. Is that right? Yeah, uh, The Levelers, uh, Westlife and Sting. Oh, a triumvirate there. Yep. Yeah, that's that's real hatred. I'll, I'll, I'll defer now to my, my radio colleague. Hey. Or maybe. Hi. Hello. Hi. How I don't you? want to say, Ian, just stay tough with the hate. Huh? I've got huh? it a lot of the time. What are you? Are you... I... Is he, has he been hating you? Have you no, been hating I me? Said, no, I said... Eben. 
stay stuck tough with it because yeah. I know how you feel with it because I've had a lot of hate in my time. Yeah. Yeah, and I know it's tough to yeah. stay strong. Well, you know, it is, It is, and, uh, the, uh, you know, this this stuff I've had in the last 24 hours, honestly, it's been the most obscene stuff I've ever, ever read. It's outrageous, Eben. I've got I've got a challenge for you, Ian. You know how you're, um, you're going to have a bit of a Twitter break? Yes. Yeah, ne- next week, could I suggest another break from something? Um... Yeah, no, no, bear with me, bear okay, with me. Okay, go on. It's, it's, it's this. Um, Kath might back me up on this one. It's, it's, uh... Shh, shh, shh. Do you think next week, no more... Shh, shh, shh. What, what, what do you mean? You what do you mean? Sh- 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 that, what do you mean? Yeah, that. What? You, you doing? Sh- 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 I don't do you sh- do sh- 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 Yes, you do. When have you I been? It was a cat. Sh- 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that there for comedy effect. E- Eben, do I do shush sh- 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 Shut up, Gatford. Hang on, hang on, Gatford. I was, I was on Eben's side and now he's annoying me. What did you say, Eben? You did do a bit of that shush Well, just then I did, but do I normally do it? Not normally. Right, thank you. Do I normally do it, Kath? I've noticed you do it a couple of times. I've never noticed I don't mind. I've never noticed it. I noticed it last week because you did it to me, obviously. Oh, I'm sorry, Gatford. I accidentally (laughs) cut you off, man. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Don't know how that happened. Eben, uh, anything else before I cut you off? No, not really. Just really <laughs> thank you. Have a nice weekend, Evan. Let's go to. We can do this. Let's go to uh, Tris. Good evening, Tris. Hip, hip, hip. Didn't you call at the start of the show? No, not today. No, oh, I thought that you was did. yesterday. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm that memorable. Okay. <laughs> what you got for us, Tris? I've got my festival line up, mate. Yeah, go on. This is we're compiling um, the worst festival of all time, and uh, everyone's um, uh, are all slightly different, and that's wonderful. What you got for us, Tris? So for the indie crowd to open, we've got Travis. Mm. Oh, I quite like Travis. I do. See, I've got, really? for, I've got a soft spot for Travis. They did one song, and it's on their album. Driftwood. No, no, no. It's on the album. It's called More Than Words, right? And the the single version, and I can't... There was a remix on the single, because there was an XFM, so I know this. The remix on the single with the string section is absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. And that is why I've got a soft spot for um, for, for Travis. However, this is Triss's... Yeah, OK. Carnival I'm of disaster, I'm just saying, I'm so... going. Okay. I mean, I, I was thinking of going populous and, and picking Coldplay, but I thought that was a little bit obvious. Wow. Yeah. But... Um, for the sort of Sunday afternoon croonery crowd, I was going to go Seal. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And headlining M People. Oh, oh no, I hate the M People. What was that album? What called? have you done today to make you feel proud? Elegant um, slumming. We called it something different at college, but yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That, that, Tris, they, it, it's done. It's gone. Tickets are on sale now. Cara. Hip 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 hip, Cara. Hello, my darlings. How are you? Oh, hello, my darling. Who used to say that? Hello, my darling. Hello, my darling. Charlie Drake. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right, Charlie. I'll make it very brief. Go on. Um, basically, well, the 24 hours Twitter hate you've had. I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, oh, basically, had yeah, the well, same. You. Did you? Yeah. Well, what happened? Deleted mine as well. Um, well, I, I did a Periscope as well and got hate on Twitter. And a lot of I, I'm watching you on Periscope tonight, and a lot of people are a bit worried. So I was just kind of phoning in to say that I haven't topped myself just yet. But um, basically, people were... I did a periscope with children, which is probably a bit silly. Yeah. Oh, I um, saw, and you got loads of comments. 
Yeah, I mean, I had comments I the usual, that. you're fat, you're ugly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're not fat ugly was... at all. You, 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 I, saw the, I, I saw the still from it and, you know, yeah. Uh, it was the ones for the children, Ian. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it's you know, insane. I want to gas your children. Yeah. Um, you you need to tie a boulder around their necks and drown them. Gosh. Do you know what I mean? And, and it just, I just completely lost all faith in humanity, really. And it's when horrible. I thought everything that you had as yeah. well... And when you said tonight, you people just say, you know, don't worry about it, brush it, but it does hurt. Yeah, of course Ian, it does. It really does hurt. Of course hurt. it does. And I, I, I've had it for years in various forms, because I'm on the telly and stuff like that. It doesn't Ooh, justify yeah, it at course. all. But, but so I've, you know, I've kind of had previous with it, but for, for someone yeah. together, my, you know, I just say keep my, I, personally, I, I keep my kids off social media, you know, I don't, I don't know, I never post a picture of them, I never, they're not on Facebook or anything like that, I don't post pictures of them on Facebook, yeah, nothing. I can't say I blame you, I can't say I blame you. See, I didn't really think that, I, there was a problem like that, but clearly there is. Um, so I'm staying off everything for a while, but I am still alive, and I Good. wish you all the best. Cara, listen, I've got to move on because we're really running out of time. But, but thank All you right. for that, and I'm really sorry you had to go through that as well. And it's horrible. You, my love. You've got Take beautiful care. kids, so we ignore them. Well, ignore them. People are saying that to me, and it's like you can't ignore them. Craig! Hello, Ian. Hiya, Kath. Hey. I've got an 80s festival liner. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> go on, what you got? UB40. Oh. <laughs> Level 42. Of course you have. And um, Paul Bloody Young headlining. I oh. uh, see. I like level forty-two. Luton's Paul Young. Looking back, it's so bizarre. We're joining the family. And of course, I I'm slapping the bass. <laughs> yeah, he has his bass under his chin, doesn't he? <laughs> he has his. Uh, he has it under there. I like level forty-two. I'm afraid you can't. You can't well, uh, it's not your fest. No, exactly. But I'm going to um, complain about Craig's festival, and I'm going to write to the local council in. Tony Padding Ronda, and I'm going to get it, going to get it closed down. Craig, going to close down your festival and make you. But they're going to come and play. The bands are going to come and play in your living room. Not to me. Yeah, that would Where? And I'll come in eleven twenty two sixty three. Yeah. When, when things went wrong, why didn't he go back and come back again? Well, he Every did. Time. No, he could. Well, well, because well, you know, he, he'd spent he'd spent two years there. So well, then to come right, back yeah. and then spend another two years there would be the thing is as well that fire surely would have destroyed everything that was in that room. Yeah, once once he lost all his documents, why yeah. didn't he go back and get them again? Guys, it's just pretend. <sighs> this isn't pretend. <laughs> this. What did you just do? Well, I'm... Ah! Uh. 
Digital debate for the UK. Talk radio. We'll get you talking. 